The Tigers Radio Network broadcasts, both live and archived, are the exclusive property of the Tigers Radio Network Incorporated and are produced for the private use of our listening audience. No rebroadcast in full or in part is permitted without the express written consent of the Tigers Radio Network Incorporated. Congratulations. You're one of the few. One of the few who made the playoffs, and better yet, won a game there. But the story's not over. And satisfaction now? Well, satisfaction now only leads to heartbreak. Because now you're in the semifinals. One of four left. You're halfway there. But that means the story's half over. Half written. So who gets to write that next chapter? Is it you and your family? Or someone else entirely? Champions don't sit and wait for good things to happen. They push through. They find a way. They ignore the fatigue and pick each other up. And they never question whether or not the glass is half full or half empty. Instead, they're trying to figure out how they get to overflow those glasses by emptying Gatorade on coaches' back. The Marble Newtown Tigers are fighting to be that team. They've fought for it since August. Their family is ready. They've loaded the buses. And the orange-clad student section, they're definitely ready. That's right. We've heard the jungle all year long. So cheer louder, rise taller, fight harder. Because it's the playoffs. Because it's District 1. Because it's for family. And you always fight for family. off the foul is coming it back on the near side and he is off to the races 40 35 30 25 20 10 5 touchdown tigers there goes the ghost Paoletti's going to take the snap, and he's going to run to the outside, and he is just going to heave it to the end zone, and Marcus Weathers comes down with it for a Tiger touchdown. It's going to be Paoletti shotgun formation, three wide out spread, Hoff in the backfield. It's going to be a handoff to Hoff going off the far side. He's trying to get away from Santina. And he dives into the end zone. Touchdown, Marple Newtown! Three wide receiver set. McDermott looking down the field. McEwen lays and is intercepted by the Tigers going down the sidelines. And he is going to be tackled at the 43-yard line. Steve, who intercepted that? Did you see? That is number 86, Ryan Schneider. What a... Christiana, hold is good, kick is up, kick is good. Penalty comes out, rolling down the sidelines, has a touchdown in the corner for Abel Hawk. Dolphins. Sedario, shotgun formation. Three wide out set, Dallas in the backfield. It's going to be a pass, he's going... 
down the middle and cannon for Abel Hawk. What a great reception. He fights his way into the end zone. Touchdown, Marple Newtown from the 35-yard line. The pitch outside the rule. cuts back. And he is stacked up by Gino DiCamello at the five-yard line. It's going to be a loss of three. Big play for Marple Newtown. Excellent job there by the Tigers. Way to come up big there. Gino DiCamello, trainer, McKay, all the Tigers there make a great play. Huge momentum booster for the Tigers. Pistol formation. It's going to be a handoff to Abel Hoff off the left side. Chopping his feet. He finds the corner. He's going to be in for a Tiger touchdown from 20 yards out. This is the Tigers Radio Network. And you're listening to exclusive coverage of the Marple Newtown Tigers on MarpleNewtownFootball.com. This presentation of District 1 Football on the Tigers Radio Network is brought to you by the Philly Pretzel Factory, Dr. Tom Graziano and the Advanced Chiropractic Center, Sprawl Lanes, Mark Anthony's Paisanos, My Way Entertainment, Home and Business Adjustment Company, Anthony's at Paxson, Primar Glass, DZO Mechanical and Zenith Public Adjusters. And now, coming to you live from high atop the 50-yard line inside Upper Moreland High School Stadium on the campus of Upper Moreland High School in Willow Grove, Pennsylvania. Here is Jim Olsman, Eric DePentima, Steve Reynolds, and Dave DePasqua. Good evening and welcome to this District 1 Class 3A semifinal between the Upper Moreland Golden Bears and the Marple Newtown Tigers. Both teams hold a 9-2 record while also playing, placing an emphasis on senior leadership. However, they do have contrasting styles. The Golden Bears will look to pound the ball with senior Rodney Morgan, who has rushed for over 2,000 yards, whereas the Tigers plan to feed their playmaker, Abel Hoff, who is over a thousand yards receiving on the season? I'm alongside color commentator Steve Reynolds. Down on the sidelines is Eric D. Pentima, and engineering in the booth is executive producer Jim Alsman. I'm Dave DePasco, and we are broadcasting live from Upper Moreland Stadium on the campus of Upper Moreland High School this Friday night. Marple Newtown was clicking on all cylinders last week in their 20-7 upset over third-seeded Pottsgrove to record their first playoff victory in school history. But, Steve, Coach Gicking and the team aren't satisfied with just that. They're going to be hungry for more. Without a doubt, you heard it in the intro. Family, family, all right? This is what this team's all about. This is what Coach Gicking has installed into this team. We're a family. We're coming out here tonight. We're trying to continue this run. This is unfamiliar territory, though, for Marple Newtown. Never been in this spot before, a district semifinal. They never won a playoff game before until last week. But, as you said, senior leadership, these guys – this, is, this moment isn't too big for them. Led by 16 seniors, a lot of three-year starters, they're carrying this team tonight into Upper Moreland High School trying to keep this thing going. We're going to send it down to the sidelines. Eric is going to be our third voice on the field. What are What is one of the matchups that the folks back home can feature on? 
Well, there's a really intriguing matchup on the lines for both teams. You have 6'5", 280-pound Connor Dolan, senior leader for Upper Moreland, and you have Noah Turner, number 10, senior leader on defense for the Tigers, who's been their staple all year. And uh, Connor Dolan's been Upper Moreland staple. That's a very intriguing matchup that uh, the listeners back home uh, should be uh, prepared to listen to tonight, making big plays for both sides. Um, and, uh, you know, should be a good one for both those players tonight, both great leaders for both teams. Thank you, Eric. Is Connor Dolan is a senior captain, six foot five. He's a particular reason why this 9-2 Golden Bear team lights up the scoreboard with their lethal rushing attack. Last week, the Golden Bears advanced with a 33-6 win over Pottstown. Thus far, they're averaging nearly 30 points per game, Steve. How can the Tigers bottle up this rushing attack led by their running back, Rodney Morgan? Well, Marple Newtown have a big, big battle tonight. As you said, Rodney Morgan, over 2,000 yards rushing, a big game last week. But they got to come out. Marple Newtown, I'm talking about, needs to come out like they did last week against Pottsgrove and hit on all cylinders. Dan Giordano talked to me before the game. He said the defense must set the tone for this team. He said that first series on defense is going to tell you a lot about this game. If Marple Newtown can force the three and out, which they're going to have to do, that's one of the keys of the game, force uh, a lot of three outs get off the field on third down uh, conversions. This season they've held teams under 30% on third down conversions, so they got to keep doing what they've done all season on defense. Similar to last season, Adrian Sapness was the feature back for the Tigers. He's similar to Rodney Morgan because last week he broke out for 304 yards and a pair of touchdowns from 40 and 69 yards out. In addition, their quarterback, Casey Decker, is not afraid to rush it. He scored three times against Pottstown from 14, 8, and 3. Yet the quarterback, as you said, Decker, 800 yards passing, almost 400 yards rushing, has a combined 20 touchdowns on the year. I mean, he's a playmaker. Again, we saw Doctor last week for Pottsgrove uh, could do things in the air and on the ground. Decker's just right, right there. I mean, that's a one-two punch with Morgan and Decker. And you said this team averaged 30 points per game, and they won nine games for a reason. There are only two losses to a rival in Hatboro Horsham, and a 4A perennial in Upper Dublin who's playing tonight against fellow Central League opponent uh, Upper Derby. So this is a very good team. Uh, they beat a 4A playoff qualifier Plymouth White Marsh at Plymouth White Marsh. And, you know, they're ready to get back to Plymouth White Marsh with the berth tonight into the district title. This is a tough team tonight. They're going to come ready to go. The main story last week for the Tigers was the fact that the defense forced five turnovers against a good Pottsgrove offense. This season, they're only holding opponents to 10 points, plus three in the turnover margin. So something to keep an eye on, Noah Turner has been a force to be reckoned with on the defensive line. In the record books, eight sacks on the season. He's been doing it since game one. He's been doing it since the sophomore year, really. And, um, you know, he, he's been a, been a force this season on that defensive end position alongside his counterpart on the other side, uh, Matt Trainer. They're a lethal one-two punch. They have to play in the backfield. Coach Willard said it before the game. They had the defensive individual, uh, you know, pregame, he said, play in the backfield tonight. That means fire off the ball, shed the block, and be in the backfield all night long. And this team's only allowing 10 points a game. This defense only allowed seven teams, um, held seven teams under 10 points in single digits and have three shutouts on the year. They have to continue that effort tonight to keep this thing going for Marple Newtown. What are one of your keys to the game tonight, Steve? Well, for Marple Newtown, uh, it's to get off the field on third down and force turnovers. Uh, you know, it's got to be led by this defense. 
This offense is going to get what they can get, but this defense, it, it starts with them. It's been with them all year. And for Upper Moreland, stay true to yourself. Run the ball. Do what you've been doing all year long. All right, Give it to Morgan. He's your playmaker. He doesn't have over 2,000 rushing yards for no reason. So stay true to your game. But when uh, when you need to, you know, watch Decker to put the ball in his hands. He can roll out and make some plays. Third down conversions. The Tigers have converted 41% on the season while holding opponents to 30%. Something to keep an eye on. Personally, I think it's the idea of open field tackling. Ronnie Moore can, can break away at any moment. It's going to be a very significant point if you're able to hit him in the backfield in addition to Abel Hoff. You get your playmakers in space, he can make a man miss. So both teams have the impact to go to distance on every single carry. Yeah, and you know, for one side, Morgan, he's a big back and he's quick. You gotta be, you gotta be, you know, sharp when you're tackling. And for the other side, Abel Hoff, he's so quick and agile. I mean, you can't just lunge at him. You gotta break your body down, set your feet, and be able to change direction and, and make a tackle on him. So both teams on defense have a big task with Hoff and Morgan on either side. So it's gonna be interesting to see what happens. Eric, what are one of your keys to the game? You know, Dave, just to piggyback off what you mentioned uh, about the open field tackling, I think this goes hand-in-hand. Hand. Limit the big play. You got Abel Hoff from Marple Newtown, who's accustomed to having that 80-yard play on the jet sweep or that long touchdown catch. If if Upper Moreland can limit that or Marple Newtown can limit the big plays from Rodney Morgan, who had three long touchdown runs last week in their win over Potsdam, which team wants to limit the big play? That's the team who's going to win tonight, folks. Thank you, Eric. Line of scrimmage is going to be critical. you got playmakers on both sides, Morgan and Decker for the Golden Bears. For the Tigers, it's going to be the sophomore, Anthony Paoletti, in addition to the seniors, Marcus Weathers and Abel Hoff. Yeah, the, the line on both sides of the ball is going to be key. And a real quick note, um, they always say you know the strength of your defense has to be through the middle. And you have the three leading tacklers, four upper morning, Smith the linebacker, Pagano the safety, and your D, uh, D lineman, uh, Norton. So, Right up the middle, it's your three key players. They lead the team, each of them, with over 50 tackles, and they're going to be keeping their eyes out for the Marple Newtown playmakers. Absolutely, Steve. As this season, going back and through the record, going through the records and seeing how things played out, the Golden Bears have only lost two games, and that was holding them to less points. They want to shoot out. They want to try and get in space and light up the scoreboard. Well, Marple Newtown's strength this season has been defensively. Yeah, and we talked about they have to come out like they did last week and play very intense, very inspired. Whatever they did last week, they got to do the same thing. Coach Harry Gicken said last night, do what you did before bed. Do the same routine you did when you wake up. Don't change anything. Come out ready to go, stay focused, and get after it. And it's going to start with his defense, his defensive unit led by guys like McKee, Trainer, and uh, you know the rest of the bunch. The sophomore quarterback, Anthony Paoletti, last week had a pair of touchdown passes. One going to Abel Hoff, that was a screen pass for 59 yards that sealed the game, in addition to a 30-yard strike that Tyler Kostek down the seam. For the season, he has 1,600 passing yards and 14 touchdowns. You can't say enough about the sophomore quarterback. Yeah, you know, whenever his number was called, he, he performed. Uh, he struggled here and there, but he's a sophomore. You're going to have growing pains. Coach Kicking and the staff knows that, but Paoletti, he's ready for this. He's worked so hard ever since he was an eighth grader when I first met him. Down at Paxton Hollow. He's such a hard worker. He dreamed of this moment forever. And for him to be a sophomore, leading this team to their first playoff victory and have a chance to go to a district final, you know, he's ready to go. He's ready when his number's called. And we've seen him run the ball. We've seen him throw the ball. So 
whatever Coach Hicken calls on offense, look for number three to lead them. And number three will look for number seven as Abel Hoff on the season has 64 catches for over 1,000 yards. He has a school record for receiving yards, receptions in his career, and most reception as a Tiger. Not bad. Abel Hoff, and I was talking to Coach, you know, head coach, coach uh, Chris Gicking about Abel today, and we talked about how good of a player he is, but even how great of a person he is, um, nominating him for one of the Max, many Maxwell Award winners. And, you know, Abel Hoff, we saw last week with the big, you know, screen pass uh, that they scored on the hammer screen. And, you know, again, we talked about all season long, get him the ball in the open field, whether it's on jet sweeps, bubble passes, whatever it is, he has to get the ball in his hands and he will make something happen. Both teams have a lot of senior leadership as Marple Newtown 16 seniors as well as a lot of the playmakers for the Golden Bears. You have Rodney Morgan in addition to big guys up front like Nick DeLucas in addition to Connor Dolan. They have playmakers as well. It's going to be a well-fought matchup as Marcus Weathers has been a player for the Tigers, Steve, has really come on strong at the end of the season right on cue. Yeah, and we saw him last week with two huge interceptions. They were drive killers for Pottsgrove. He stepped in front of two balls and, um, you know, got the offense back on the field. They have to really keep forcing turnovers tonight. Marple Newtown forcing uh, 25 turnovers a season, 14 interceptions, 11 fumbles, uh, fumbles forced and recovered. So they got to keep doing that. And, again, as I said, get off the field on third downs. Weathers has really come on strong as he was the quarterback last season. Now he's transitioned. He's done a phenomenal job playing cornerback on the outside in addition to coming down with 40 receptions for his counterpart and off. Yeah, but Weathers, I mean, it's such a team player. Going from quarterback to receiver, I mean, he took it very well in coaching. He said, we need you on both sides of the ball. And, you know, we don't want our quarterback playing defense. So he's doing a great job on offense. He's actually third in Delaware County in receptions uh, behind Hartford School's Aiken and Marble Newtown's Hoff. So he's been doing great his first year playing receiver. And then, as I said, two interceptions last week, coming on real strong at the safety position. We were on the field earlier, and we thought special teams would play a really big impact. Eric down the sidelines, me and you were talking about Randy Neal, their kicker for the Golden Bears. He's got a leg, and it, just like George Lambretius. You know, it's funny, Dave, um, you know, during pregame, walking across the field with you and just, you know, commenting on different things. You know, I, I joked with George. I said, you got some competition tonight, George. Randy Neal, he's got a strong leg. He was at the around midfield. He was kicking the ball all the way to, like, the end zone. So, I mean, that's he's got a strong leg. He's not a big kid at all, but, you know, he's got a big foot. So, um, you know, that could be a difference maker for Upper Moreland. They could have, you know, some touchbacks. You know, we're used to George giving us a lot of good field position with his touchbacks and his kicking overall. So, you know, that could be something that we haven't seen from the opposition all year at Upper Moreland with a good kicker. Absolutely. As Lambricios on the season is 9-13. He has a long of 45, but he chipped in two kicks last week that proved to be crucial, long of 34. Yeah, and Lambrito, I talked to him before the game. We talking about the you know the field conditions. Uh, he said he loves grass field. It's a better better for his playing foot. So I mean, we'll see if he can even kick this ball farther tonight. But he loves getting you know his cleats stuck into that ground for a playing foot, and it makes sense. So he was ready to go. He was loose, and he's real focused tonight. I think that's a soccer player in him talking about that. As Marble Newtown has a turf field, here it is grass. As it did rain last night, there are some some spots where it looks like there could be some issues. But going to midfield are the captains. 
as number five, Rodney Morgan of the Golden Bears, in addition to number 50, Christian Layden, number 12, Ryan Norton, and number 40, Nick DeLucas. For the Tigers out there is Kyle Kelly, Marcus Weathers, Gino DiCamello, and there's one more Tiger on the far side. And McKee. They're going to do the coin toss. Any last words, Steve? Hey, I mean, it's what you worked for all season long. You know, weight room in December to mini camp in June to training camp to hot weather in August. This is what both these teams have worked for. I expect both these teams, two young coaching staffs on either side, and uh, they, they have their team prepared tonight, ready to go on and get a, a you know, clinch of berth into the District 1 finals. Upper Moreland won the toss. They elected to defer to begin this game. Abel Hoff and Anthony Paoletti will get the ball. Kicking off for the Golden Bears is number two, Randy Meal. Last word, Eric, before this game gets underway. Just just wanted to point out that both teams have played Pencrest this year. Uh, Upper Moreland beating them 28-15 on September 4th. And then Marple Newtown Tigers beating Pencrest 20 to 17 on the 23rd of October. Pretty interesting there. We're going to step aside as the playing the national anthem. Up next will be the playoff matchup. You are listening to Marple Newtown Football. And hey, Tiger, Tiger fans! Network. Did you know that only the Philly Pretzel Factory can make the Philadelphia pretzel? That's because they have authentic, genuine quality of a Philly pretzel. They're always hot, always fresh, and always a great deal. When I go to the Philly Pretzel Factory, I know I'm eating the original Philly soft pretzel. Bring them to a sporting event, a work party, or just for a quick snack, and you can be sure that the Philly Pretzel Factory will deliver a pretzel of great taste and value. Stop in today at any of their locations, including Broomall, Springfield, Folsom, and Bryn Mawr, or visit their website, phillypretzelfactory.com, for a complete listing of locations in the Delaware Valley. And remember, if it's not from the Philly Pretzel Factory, it's not a real pretzel. Some people say it's hard to find good help today. When fire, water, or wind damages your building, call Home and Business Adjustment Company, where it's easy to find good help. Get good money for good loss. Home and Business Adjustment Company, 610-356-1344. Good help is a phone call away. This is the Tigers Radio Network, and you're listening to exclusive coverage of the Marple Newtown Tigers on www.marplenewtownfootball.com. We welcome you back to Upper Moreland High School for this semifinal matchup. The Golden Bears won the toss. They elected to defer. They will kick it away. Back to return for the Tigers is number one. Filming in addition to Abel Hoff. So Marple Newtown will start with the ball this week. See what they can get going early on offense. That will be key. And again, you don't have to come out and score, but let's get, let's flip the field position to start off the game depending on where this kick is, where they receive it and return it. Interesting move though, Steve, because Abel Hoff's been lined up on the right side of the special teams all season. He's now on the far left side. Something to keep an eye on. Maybe they saw something on film to try and return it. We would like to acknowledge the support of our marching band. 
And I know Abel Hoff would love to get his hands on the ball. We'll see where Upper Moreland does kick this. Junior kicker Rainy Neal gets set. Marble Newtown moves up. Abel standing on the 15. And this semifinal matchup is underway. And it's going to be kicked to Philman. He's going to get it from the 11-yard line. He's going to go off far side. He's going to bounce off one tackler. Go down at the 25-yard line. They're saying the ball is loose. Upper Moreland's claiming they have it. And they do have it. They recovered the film and fumble to begin this game with 11.53 on the clock. Not what you want to start this game off if you're Marble Newtown, but Upper Moreland takes good advantage of it, deferring and getting the ball right back. So it's just like they received it, and they're going to get the ball back starting the second half. That's huge for Upper Moreland. Let's see how well this defense can respond and help out after that fumble. On the recovery was junior Nick Pagano. Out comes the Golden Bears. Ball is spotted on the 24-yard line to begin this drive. They are led by their quarterback, Casey Decker. I-formation. It's going to be a handoff to number five, who is Rodney Morgan. He bounces free. It's going to be a 24-yard touchdown to begin this game for the Golden Bears. Excellent blocking up front as Morgan goes up the hole, cuts back to the left, and in for the end zone. And that's tough for Marple Newtown. You know, some of these guys only play defense, and, you know, when a real quick possession like that happens, uh, you know, your defense got to come back on the field, and that, that's tough. So, you know, they got to settle down and rebound bef- from that. But good job by Upper Moreland up front and their big running back, Morgan. And the kick, the extra point is Randy Meal. Clean snap, kick is up. The kick is good. Golden Bear strike first of 11.46 on the clock. You are listening to Marble Newtown Football and Tigers Radio Network. Suffering from back or neck pain, injury, or headaches? The Advanced Chiropractic Center and Dr. Tom Graziano have been serving Marple Newtown and Delaware County residents for over 15 years. Dr. Tom Graziano enjoys helping his patients without drugs or surgery. He takes a gentle approach, utilizes current techniques, and has several massage therapists on staff. Advanced Chiropractic Center accepts all kinds of insurances, including most HMOs, as well as accident cases. It is the mission of Advanced Chiropractic Center to take their time with all of their patients and give them the care they deserve. Do you have a question? Just mention that you heard about Dr. Tom Graziano from the Tigers Radio Network or Marble Newtown Football for a free consultation. Call the Advanced Chiropractic Center at 610-356-2300. Ronnie Morgan strikes again, this time scoring from 24 yards out to begin this game on the first play. Meal gets ready to kick it away. Back to return is Marlon Weathers and Abel Hoff for the Tigers. It is a booming kick, and it's going to bounce at the six. It's going to be taken by Abel Hall from the one, who's going to bring it to the near side. He's going to be tripped up. Number 40, Nick DeLucas in on the tackle. It looked like the ball was going to roll into the end zone, but it kind of stopped that. Good job by Abel Hall to pick it up get as much as he can, but... DeLucas in on the tackle there, and you'll hear his name a lot tonight, number 40. 
It's only going to be a six-yard return. Ball is spotted on the seven-yard line for Anthony Paoletti with 11.41 to begin this drive. Two tight ends set for Paoletti. McEwen's a tight end who goes in motion. It's going to be a play action. It's going to be caught on the outside by the Tigers near the first down marker. A little play action there. Put McEwen in motion to the right side. Paoletti fakes the handoff to Weathers, Marlon Weathers, and finds his tight end there in the flat as Turner uh, catches it and picks it up for a first down. First and ten for the Tigers on the 17-yard line. Two tight end set formation once again. Marcus Weathers, the lone wide receiver on the near side. They put McEwen in motion. It's going to be a handoff to Weathers. He's going to bounce it to the outside. He's going to spin away for about a four-yard gain. He's tackled by Nick Pagano, number 25. The safety comes up, but good job on first down. You'll take that every time. A five-yard gain, same formation. This time they hand it off to Weathers to the right side. Second down and five. Ball is spotted on the 23 after the five-yard pickup by the freshman. Sophomore quarterback in the pistol. It's going to be a direct snap to Marlon Weathers, who's able to jump on it. Almost caused a disaster. They're going to lose about 10 on the play. We saw that play last week, the direct snap. You have the quarterback, Paoletti, as the lead blocker. He's the up back on that. And this time the snap just goes a little over his head. He's a little shorter than Paoletti, so... You know, the center has to know that when they when they call that play. But fortunately, this could have been a huge disaster for Wampanoag Fortunately, Weathers was able to get back on it now, third down and long for the Tigers. Third down and 13 from the 15-yard line. Golden Bears have a 7-0 lead early on. Four wide out spread for Paoletti. It's a clean snap. Paoletti is going to roll out to his right, and he is going to be sacked in the backfield. Taken down by number 55, Kevin O'Donnell. So upper more than coming out. Big on that first defensive series, forcing Newtown to have to punt it fourth and long. And backs up the Tigers to the 10-yard line while Philman will look to punt this one away. Morgan and DeLucas back to return it for the Golden Bears. It's a clean snap. It is a booming kick where Morgan will get it from the 45. He's going to bring it to the near side. He's going to take on one tackler, and they will game tackle him. The Golden Bears will begin this drive in Marple Newtown territory, though. Excellent snap, excellent punt, and excellent coverage by Marple Newtown there to bottle up Morgan. As they come back out on defense after giving up a touchdown on the first play of the game after the fumble. So we'll see if they can settle down here and go back to what they've been playing like all season long. Decker comes out. Ball is spotted on the 47 with 9.15 on the clock. The junior quarterback comes out in the eye formation. Power eye as Morgan is the back. They're going to put number 25, Pagano, in motion. It's going to be a pitch to Morgan. 
He's going to take it off the right side, and he has running room as Abel Hoth is able to drag him down, but not before a gain of about 15. Great push on the right side of the line for Upper Morgan. This time on the toss play, toss right to Morgan, and he picks up a first down. So two carries for Morgan and two big plays. Marlboro Town can't seem to stop him this far. Big pickup for the senior. First down, ball is on the 34. Just under nine minutes to go in this first quarter. Golden Bears knocking on the door, trying to go up by two scores early on. I formation. It's going to go right back to Morgan this time off the far side. He's going to be tripped up at the line of scrimmage, but die forward for about three. Good job by Marpa Newtown to come up and make the stop. Gina DiCamillo to tackle, but you see Morgan so powerful. When he, he falls forward, he picks up another two to three yards after the initial nice stop by Marple. DiCamillo leads the Tigers in tackles for the second consecutive season. That is going to be his 78th on the year. After the three-yard pickup, ball is on the 30. I formation, two wide receivers to the near side. It's going to be a swing pass to the outside, caught by number 25 of the Golden Bears, who's going to plow ahead. Good job by Nick Pagano, who's been a key player early on. He's going to be tackled by Marcus Weathers. It's going to be close, and it's going to pick up a first down. Pagano, one of their leading receivers, as well as the Lucas and Norton, on the year for more upper more than it. Right on the swing pass outside to Pagano, and he picks up a nice first down behind his receiver blocking for him, so... Two, back, two first downs on this drive so far for Upper Moreland. Pagano picks up his 14th catch of the season. His ball's on the 21 for Decker. Hand off to Morgan this time, bouncing into the outside. He is going to be hit, and the ball appears to be loose. Marble Newtown signaling they have it. There's a pile down at the 20-yard line. This could be a big play early on. And Marble Newtown appears to have recovered this one. Huge, huge, huge there for Marple Newtown. They, their backs were against the wall. They needed something, and they came up with a huge strip and recovery. Make that their 26th turn, forced turnover of the season. Coming in on the recovery was the football player, Carmen Christiana. Forced by Matt Trainer. Great job by both of them. Time is 7.53. Ball is on the 20-yard line for Anthony Paoletti in their second drive. Trip formation to the near side. Abelhoff in motion is going to be a keeper to the far side with Anthony Paoletti. He's going to be tripped up. Pick up two on the carry. Paoletti calls his own number there and picks up as much as he can there. And this is a huge drive for Marple. Again, not necessarily having the score, but flipping field position. You're already down 7 nothing, but now the turnover battle is 1-1. Upper Moore is able to score off the turnover. Let's see if Marple can, can, can capitalize here, sustain a nice drive, and put the ball into the end zone. Three-yard pickup on the keeper. Ball is on the 23. Three wide receiver set. Paoletti's going to look to his right. He's going to launch it to Abelhoff, who reels it in. And he is going to spin off a tackler and lose a few yards before Broncos will give him about three. Kostak there on the catch. Little crawl route there. Initially very well covered by Upper Moreland's defensive backs. But he was able to find some separation, catch the ball, but was hit immediately, bring up third down and four for the Tigers' offense. Excuse me, it was the senior Tyler Kostak who reeled it in. Third down and four on the 26th with just under seven minutes ago. Paoletti trips to the near side. 
Pele is going to look. He's going to throw. It's going to be caught by Mathis, who's going down. He's still on his feet. He's at the 40. He is running, and he is going to be tackled down at the 15-yard line. What a job by Mathis. Cameron Mathis, what a player, a junior. Been doing it all season long. Big moments coming up for Marper Newtown. Had the opportunity to coach him as a freshman, and he nothing but a playmaker coming up huge their own third down for Marple Newtown. Just what they needed. A disastrous start for them, but looking like they're getting their feet under them to keep this drive going and trying to tie up the ball game. 59 yards on the pitch and catch. Ball is on the 15. Trips formation to the fourth side for the Tigers. Low snap. It's going to be a keeper by Paoletti who finds some wiggle room, and he is going to plow his way for a pickup of five. There goes the freight train. Paoletti finds a wide-open hole there and picks up about five yards on first down. A good job up front. Center of that offensive line. Rhodes, Carr, and McKee do a good job there. Ball spiral on the 10, second down and five. Rufo, Weathers, and Kostak trips to the far side. Fallows the deep back as Paoletti's under center. He's going to do a swing pass to Kostak. The ball is loose. He's able to dive on it. They're going to call it an incomplete pass. Nonetheless, Kostak does fall on it, but the initial call is incomplete, and that referee... The line judge has a perfect angle on that ball. Third down and five. Golden Bear strike first. They had a 20-yard run by Morgan after a Tiger turnover. Carmen Christiana recovers a fumble, and the Tigers had a huge 59-yard play to Cameron Mathis, putting him up at the 10-yard line. Big third down here, third down and five. Low snap. Paoletti's looking, looking, and he's going to throw it intended for Marcus Weathers in the end zone. Incomplete. It looks like they're going to kick a field goal, Steve. Yeah, they're going to send him in breaches. Good call there. Unfortunately, they couldn't settle, but they couldn't capitalize with a touchdown. But Paoletti stepped back, had great protection, but great coverage by Upper Moore's defensive backs. He can only put that ball, you know, high, and it just sailed over Weathers' head. It's going to be a 27-yard attempt for Lambritios, who is 9 of 13 on the season. Out of a Carmen Christiana hold. Clean snap. The kick is up, and the kick is good. Lambritios puts him on the board. They trail 7 to 3 with 5.25 on the clock. You are listening to Marple Newtown Football on the Tigers Radio Network. Looking for a fun night out with friends or family? Visit Sprawl Lanes located on Sprawl Road next to the Dairy Queen. Voted best place to bowl in Delaware County by the Daily Times, Sprawl Lanes is equipped with 36 lanes with automatic scoring, a sound system, full-service snack bar, an arcade, and pro shop. Sprawl Lanes offers a variety of open bowling specials, package deals, and leagues for the casual or more serious bowler. Interested in having a birthday party? Choose from three different packages that will make your special occasion a memorable one. Stop by the center or visit the website at www.sprawlanes.com for pricing information or to book your next experience. Speak with one of the qualified staff members by calling 610-544-4524 today. Lambritios puts in his 10th field goal of the season, makes it a 7-3 game here at Upper Moreland High School. 
Back to return for the Golden Bears is DeLucas and Morgan. Lambritios' kick is off, and it is a booming kick. It's going to be picked up from the two-yard line by DeLucas, who's going to get a block, and he is going to be tackled down at the 30-yard line. Good job by none other than Carmen Christiana. Yes. Touchdown saving towel by Christiana. You don't see this much, but Upper Moyan forms a 10-man wedge. Once a uh, deep man uh, returns it or gets, you know, catches it, they form a 10-man wedge, which is very hard to break through. And, you know, they could always break one at any time with all those blockers. Um, once you get past that certain point, I mean, it's one-on-one there, but good job by Christiana to make the tackle. And Marple Newtown has to, you know, do good on first and second down here on Morgan, who's, Looking like he's going to get the ball every first down and second down for Upper Moreland. Upper Moreland, first down and 10 on the 32 of 518 to begin this drive. They're going to put Norton in motion. It's going to be a handoff to Morgan off the far side who's going to be bottled up at the line of scrimmage. It's going to be a pickup of one. Like Matt Trainer and others in on the tackle for Marple Newtown. Trainer and Turner have been doing it all season long for Marple Newtown. You got to keep an eye on. We talked about Connor Dolan, big number 65, who's a force on that right side of the line. Absolutely. The carry will pick up two. Ball is on the 34. I formation for the Golden Bears. Puts a man in motion. There's going to be a flag down. It's going to go to Morgan. He's going to bounce it off. He's going to pick up three, but number 25, Pagano, it seems that he was offside, Steve. Yeah, they're going to get him probably on a legal motion or an illegal shift. And there's two penalty markers down, so it's kind of interesting um, as to where they'll put that marker at the end of the run play. There's one at the line of scrimmage, then one down the field. Kind of don't think they were both thrown right. Okay, it's gonna be a, a chop. That's gonna be so fifteen the, yards. There was one. There were two flags. There was an illegal shift and then a chop block. The chop block will push him back fifteen yards. That's a big penalty. That's Steve. huge. That's gonna bring up second down and long. We're gonna send it down to the field. Eric, did you see that up close and personal? You know, I I didn't see the chop block. I, I thought it was gonna be a hold actually on um, on Upper Moreland's offensive line somewhere. Uh, being thrown where it was by the referee, but they called shot block. They saw it differently than I did. When That's a good thing. They're the referees. <laughs> Big penalty pushes them back. Ball is going to be spotted at the 19-yard line for Decker, who's going to be under center. It's going to be spread formation, second down and 23. He's going to keep it himself, and he is going to be hit in the backfield. Good job by McEwen. Justin McEwen, been doing it all season long. Such an improved player from last year. Worked his tail off all season in the weight room. Comes up huge there with a sack. Third down and long for Upper Moreland in this offense. A situation where, you know, they love to run the ball here. We'll see if they maybe run a draw here or a screen. Uh, but, again, you, you can't, you can't you know, forget about Decker. When he wants to make a play, he will. So, uh, nothing behind you if you're Coach Gicking in this defense. The sack will push him back two yards. Third down and 24 for the Golden Bears. I formation. Handoff goes to Morgan in the backfield who finds a crease. 
but he is going to be stuffed after about eight. It's going to bring out the punting unit. Good job. So you see the first play of the game, Morgan. Looks like he's going to have a field day tonight. He's having a great game. You're kind of scared. Can Marvin Newtown stop this guy after that first play? So back-to-back series, they force a turnover. You know, a big penalty helps them out here, and they you know, they, they force another punt. So Marvin Newtown will get the ball back pending a clean catch and return from uh, the return team. Three minutes to go here in the first quarter. Upper Moreland leads 7-3. to three. Back to punt this one away is Meal. Returning for the Tigers is Christiana. It is a high kick. Carmen Christiano will pick it up to 50. He gets a running start. He's going to bounce off one tackler. He's going to make a move. He's down the sidelines. He is going to find his way into the end zone. What a job by Carmen Christiana. They're going to they're gonna throw a flag late. It's going to be a sideline warning probably. Unless they're going to call that. Was that a block in the back? A late flag was thrown. The flag. It's going to be a sideline warning. Eric? Yeah, I was going to say the flag was thrown right on the 40-yard line near the sidelines of Marple Newtown. So that, that seems like it's in this sideline warning situation there. So uh, they'll, they'll count it. What an excellent you, – yeah, that's a situation where I mean, that's risky to return that ball because you don't know if that's going to hit or not. He returns it. He's with a running start, and he takes it the distance, gets blockers there. As we say, that kid is a football player. I mean, he was born to play the game, and for him to, to even have the guts to re- return that ball, to even catch it, truly remarkable. Marple Newtown, just like that, takes the lead, pending the Lambritios extra point. 50-yard punt return for Carmen Christiana. A 2.39 on the clock, Lambritios gets ready to kick the extra point. And we've been talking about special teams all year with Lambritios and Philman. If we finally get a return there, First one of the year, much needed for Marple. Oh, nice. There seems to be confusion along the Tiger sidelines. Now they're going to get ready. It's going to be an extra point out of a Carmen Christiano hold. Clean snap kick is up, and the kick is good. Tigers take a 10-7 lead with 2.39 on the clock after our Carmen Christiano punt return touchdown. You are listening to Marple Newtown Football and Tigers Radio Network. Are you searching for a reliable heating and air conditioning company? Then DZO Mechanical is here to fulfill your every need. As a privately owned mechanical services company, DZO offers residential and commercial services to suit your needs in the areas of heating, air conditioning, and ventilation. Since 2000, DZO has promised great service at a fair rate. DZO proudly serves customers in Philadelphia, Delaware, and Chester counties as well as in northern Delaware and South Jersey. DZO Mechanical is located on 56 North Sprawl Road in Broomall, Pennsylvania. For a free estimate, call DZO at 484-454-3346 or check them out online at www.dzomechanical.com. Christiana's punt return touchdown from midfield is their first special team touchdown of the year for the Tigers. It gives them a 10-7 lead here in the first quarter. Lambricios gets ready to kick this one away. Back to return for the Golden Bears is DeLucas and Morgan. Lambricios gets the signal. It is going to be a booming kick. Morgan's getting ready to field this one from the two-yard line. He's going to get a running head start. He's going to cut it up back up. 
and bouncing off one tackler, then none other than Carmen Christiana comes back on the next play and makes the tackle. And it's real key with that tame-man wedge. Now everyone can run into that wedge. A few guys have to keep contained to set their body and stay still because Morgan's a very patient runner. He's fast, but he's patient. He was patient there, and he found a crease, but Christiana was right there to come in and meet him. So good job by Carmen Christiana once again after that touchdown to come in and make a play and tackle Morgan as Upper Moreland comes out here led by their quarterback, Decker. The Golden Bears set up on the 23-yard line. Strive will begin with 232. I-formation for the Golden Bears. It's going to be a snap. It's going to go to Morgan. He's going to cut it back, and he is going to find some wiggle room. He's going to be tackled after a pickup of four. You can see, very patient. Looks like McKee and, or uh, I'm sorry, Noah Turner in on the tackle there, but he's very patient. He found the crease and kind of shifted, kept his eyes, um, you know, open and uh, was finally tackled by number 10, Turner. But, again, very patient. That can be dangerous. Ball is on the 28. It goes right back to Morgan. They're going to blow this play dead. It's going to be a false start. It's going to push the Golden Bears back five yards, setting up second down and 10. As we're going to send it to Eric, I hear the jungle all the way across the field. Yeah, the jungle is pretty fired up after that Christiana um, return punt there. You know, they keep uh, chanting, I believe that we will win. I think it's a little bit early for that. It's only 10-7. But, you know, they're just fired up. They're here on the road in Upper Moreland. It's a good environment. You know, they have every right to be fired up right now. Great crowd here at Upper Moreland High School. Second down and 10 is going to go to Morgan off the far side, who's still on his feet, but he is only going to gain two yards. Gino DiCamillo has been all over the field tonight. DiCamillo, the senior captain at linebacker. You see Morgan tries to run up the middle. He doesn't find anything, so bounces outside and then tripped up. That's a great job by Morgan to play down, or by, I'm sorry, DiCamillo to play downhill and come up and make the tackle there. Huge third down and six. Four upper Moreland. Let's see if Marbury Town's defense, after they settled down, giving up that first touchdown, let's see if they can get off the field one more time. Both teams exchange turnovers, one apiece. Third down and six on the 26. Decker's going to roll to his right. He's going to look down the field. It's going to be broken up by Marcus Weathers. It was intended for number 25, Nick Pagano. Good, good protection. That's what they like to do on passing downs. They like to roll out to the right or left. This time, their quarterback... Decker rolls out to the right and tries to find Pagano, but a great break on the ball there by captain. None other than number 11 this time, Marcus Weathers, makes a great play on the ball, and they're going to be forced to punt it back to Marble Newtown. Let's see if they keep it away from Christiana this time. One minute remaining as Neal gets ready to boot this one away. Carmen Christiana standing on the 40 to return this one. It's going to be a line drive type kick. It's going to take a golden bear bounce, and it's just going to lay dead. Ball's going to be spotted on the 38-yard line to begin this drive with just 52 seconds remaining here in this first quarter. Marple Newtown going down. Let's recap a little bit here, Dave. Fumble on the opening kickoff. Next play, touchdown Morgan. <laughs> Looks like, wow, it's going to be a long night for Marple Newtown. They come back. They force a turnover. They run, drive downfield, get a field goal. Big punt return now. It's their opportunity. Up three. Paoletti has pretty decent field position. Two tight ends set for Paoletti. Ball is on the 37. They're going to mark him back another yard. 
Golden Bears applying the pressure. It's going to be to Marlon Weathers, who's still chopping his feet. As he's hit in the backfield, he's able to find his way back to the line of scrimmage. Good job by the freshman, who's knocked down by Tim Duff. Yeah, Tim Duff finally brings him down. That's great penetration on the left side of the defensive line by Upper Moreland. Golden Bears coming ready to play tonight up front, and they stop Marlin initially, but the freshman keeps turning his feet and somehow makes a three-yard loss into no gain, bringing up second down and ten for this offense. 20 seconds remaining, most likely the last play of this quarter. Three wide receivers set, ball is on the 37. They're going to put Noah Turner in motion. Paoletti's going to roll, he's going to throw it down the field for his target, and Abel Hoff, who catches it at the 30, he's going to be tripped up at the 10. Number 40, Nick DeLuca saves a touchdown. What a great tackle, first of all, by DeLucas, but even even the play action there, this time you put the motion in with Noah Turner, they they fake the play action pass and throw a bomb there to number seven, your playmaker, Abel Hoff, with his 65th reception of the year, but he's touchdown saving tackle by DeLucas as this quarter runs out. 53-yard pickup for the senior captain. That will do it here from the first quarter. Tigers lead 10-7, but the Tigers are knocking on the door, standing on the 10-yard line. You are listening to Marple Newtown Football and the Tigers Radio Network. Bryn Mawr Glass has been proudly serving the surrounding communities for over 75 years. We specialize in custom showers and tub enclosures. We also do mirrors, tabletops, fogged or cracked window repairs, even storms and screens. Our knowledgeable staff can provide the most up-to-date information in shower door hardware and designs. So come visit us at our newly remodeled showroom at 729 Westchester Pike in Havertown, Pennsylvania. And go Tigers! You're listening to the Tigers Radio Network on MarpleNewtownFootball.com. We welcome you back here to Upper Moreland Stadium. Golden Bears just had a touchdown saving play after Abel Hoff nearly went the distance. It's going to be first down and 10 from the 10 to begin the second quarter. The field condenses here when you're on the 10 yard line in Upper Moreland. It's first down and goal. This defense isn't going to quit. I mean, an outstanding tackle by the Lucas to run down the speedy Abel Hoff after the excellent reception. Looked like he was gone after he broke a tackle. But DeLucas coming up huge here. Let's see if they if they can stop Marple Newtown, hold him to a field goal or less. Two tight ends set. Lone wide receiver to the near side is able off. Paoletti's going to hand it to Marlon Weathers. He's going to weave his way up the gut. He's going to pick up about four on the carry. Good job by the freshman to chop his feet. This time they run the counter there. You put your man Noah Turner in motion there. Looking like they're going to run that, that dive play. They've been running all... all you know, for the first couple plays this game, but they come back with the counter as Turner plants and comes back across with the pulling tackle. And uh, they pick up some good yards there on first down. Number 44, Tim Duff was in on the tackle. Ball is spotted on the seven. Shotgun formation for Paoletti. They're going to put Abelhoff in motion to put trips on the near side. Paoletti's going to roll that way. He's looking for his touchdown, and it's going to be reeled in by Marcus Weathers. Good job by the senior captain to get open in the back of the end zone. Excellent protection there by Marple Newtown. Paoletti rolls out, has plenty of time. You had Abel Hoff in the flat, but leaking out free. Back of the end zone, quarter of the end zone. Now on the flag route was your man, number 11, 
Marcus Weathers comes in and scores a touchdown. Marlboro Newtown, 16-7, just like that, pending the Lambricio's extra point. Seven yards out on the touchdown reception gives Weathers his fifth of the season. In the kick, this extra point, it's George Lambricio's out of a Carmen Christiana hole. Plain snap, kick is up. The kick is good. Tigers lead here in the second quarter, 17-7 with 11-14 on the clock. You are listening to Marple Newtown Football and Tigers Radio Network. Come explore the possibilities at Anthony's at Paxson. Whether planning a wedding or grabbing a bite to eat, Anthony's at Paxson has got you covered. The remodeled restaurant and patio deck allows customers to enjoy the beautiful views of Paxson Hollow Country Club. Anthony's at Paxson's family-friendly environment has something for everyone. Their menu includes a variety of tasty appetizers, pizzas, cuisines, and entrees. And on Friday nights starting at 9 p.m., join DJ Jerry for music, drinks, and dancing. Located at the Paxson Hollow Country Club in Broomall, be sure to reserve your seat at Anthony's at Paxson today by calling 610-353-0220, extension 3, or visit them online at www.anthonysatpaxson.com. Paoletti tosses his 15th touchdown of the season to give the Tigers a 17-7 lead. 17 unanswered points for the Tigers as Lamparizio set here to kick off, Dave. It is going to be a high, booming kick by Lamparizios. It's going to find its way into the end zone. It's going to be a touchback. Lamparizios has been doing that all season. And, you know, that's how you avoid trying to break up that 10-man wedge. The coach has been telling George, just kick it deep into the end zone. Don't allow them to return that because it's very hard to break that 10-man wedge, especially with the patient runner of Morgan. Uh, Moreland coming out here. After striking first, Marlboro Newtown, 17 unanswered points. We'll see, let's see if Morgan and Decker can get get something going here for the Golden Bear offense. Decker under center at the 20-yard line with 11-14 to go. It's going to be two wide receivers set to the near side. One man behind him. It's going to be a handoff up the gut. I was unable to see who had the handoff, though, Steve. It was right behind him. If it was the up back, DeLucas. And DeLucas has a decent season this year. I mean, he's overlooked by Morgan, of course, but he has 423 rushing yards, five touchdowns. He's the up back in the I formation, the fullback. I don't think it was a little trap play there, but great job by Kyle Kelly and the other defensive tackle there, Justin McEwen, to stay home and make the tackle. DeLucas picks up a yard, second down and nine from the 19. I formation. They're going to put a man in motion. It's going to go to Morgan on the near side. He's going to cut it up. He's still on his feet. He's going to be held on by one defender, number 52 of the Tigers, but not before a Golden Bear touch. Uh, excuse me, first down. Tackle made there by McKee, Matt McKee, the senior linebacker. But there was a counter play there. Play starting to the right side. They hand it back off to the left side to Morgan. He goes off tackle behind his pulling guard and tackle. And picks up a first down, much-needed first down for the Golden Bears of Upper Moreland. Ball's on the 33 as the Golden Bears come out. I formation once again. Decker under center. It's going to go right back to Morgan off the near side. He's going to be initially hit by Gino DiCamillo as Schneider follows him up. DiCamillo with the initial hit, as you said, Dave Schneider. Finishing him off there. But you, you got to wrap him up. you got to stay low on him. He's got those big turn lines. As we talked about during the week, Ryan this of a guy we saw last year, Adrian Satmus. Mm-hmm. Similar stats, over 2,000 rushing yards, 
20 touchdowns, and he's a big, fast back, and uh, you have to wrap him up. Marple Newtown doing a good job this far. Four-yard carry for the senior. Ball is on the 36, second down and six with 9.30 to go in the second quarter. I formation. It's going to be a fake to Morgan as Decker's going to look down the field. He has an intended target. He had Pagano open, but just overshot him. Looked like it was a fake toss and then a fake counter inside handoff, and then he rolls out to a double fake there. Marlboro Newtown defensive back's not fooled. Uh, He did have his man there. I believe it was Pagano. Um, And he had DeLucas as well, but Pagano he tried to throw to, and you know, that's just a case of on rolling, not planting your feet, and throwing across your body. Very tough throw, um, Decker trying to make there, and just over his head. Uh, yeah, fortunate that it wasn't intercepted. There was a defender right there from Marple Newtown, but uh, we'll see what they come out here on third down. Third down and six from the 36. Big play here is there's three running backs in the backfield. Now they're going to put the Lucas to the far side. I formation. It's going to go to Morgan off the left side. And it's going to be a keeper by Decker who's going to be flipped by Tyler Kostak. Good job to stay at home. Yeah, that's an excellent play call. I love the play design by Upper Moreland to keep it there with Decker who has wheels. He can run almost 400 rushing yards to go along with 800 passing yards this season coming into this game. But Kostak coming up and low and uh, making a nice tackle. They go for It's going to be fourth down and five as they decide to change their mind and bring out the punting unit. And that playcock's got to be running low here. Are they going to take a delay game? They're still talking about it. And now they come out to snap this one away. They're going to wind the clock. And it's only five yards, so they have, they have to watch the ball, Marple Newtown. Back to return for the Tigers is Christian. It's going to be a fake. It's going to go to Pagano, and he is going to be stopped by the Tigers. The line judge is going to mark him about a yard short of the first down. And that is a risky play call. They're going to measure it. That's going to be close. He might have got it by an inch. but The line judge coming into the near side didn't appear that he didn't. Eric. How close is this one coming in? Do you think they have it or not? It, from, from my view here, it looks like they might have it by, like, half of a football maybe. I, I mean, wow. more. I mean, this is close. This will be huge for Marlboro Newtown to stop them. This is a big play. I think they the, might have it. It's going to be a measurement. And They're going to have it. They're going to give it to them. They have it, yeah. And they First just down. get it by the nose of the ball. Good job to keep... The momentum going as the Golden Bears pull out their trick book and decide to do a fake punt. They needed to get five. They got it. Yeah, and you kind of had a feeling that was coming. Marbury does a good job of staying home, but Abelhoff pumping up his troops down there, saying, let's go, guys, let's go. So the fake continues this drive with 8.30 on the clock. Ball is on the 43. Big play here in the second quarter. I formation. It's going to go to Morgan off the near side. He is going to be bottled up after a pickup of five. Too much there if you're Harry kicking in this defense. Marcus Weather finally comes in and makes a play, but got a six-yard gain there on first down. Excuse me, five-yard gain. And it's going to bring up second down and five. Marlboro Newtown has to get some penetration in the backfield and not allow so many yards on first down, but good job up front. By Upper Moreland's offensive line. They're going to give him six on the carry. Ball is spotted on the 47. 
Marble Newtown leads 17-7 here at Upper Moreland Stadium. Three wide receiver set for Deckers under center. They're going to put Pagano in motion. It's going to be a jet sweep to the outside. He's going to string it out and be shot down after a pickup of a yard. Not many teams can run the jet on this Marple Newtown defense because of two guys, Noah Turner on one side, Matt Trin on the other side. So good at setting the edge, and you have the safeties in. Uh, Schneider and Weathers, Marcus Weathers, coming up and making plays all the time, but they do a good job there. Another big third down here. One of the keys of the game, Marple Newtown has to get off the field on third down. They've been doing a good job thus far. Third down and three from the 49. Seven men's to go in the second quarter as the Golden Bears come out. Four wide receivers, trips in the near side. Morgan's the lone running back. Decker's going to look. He's going to throw a swing pass to Morgan, who has space down the sidelines. He's going to be pushed out of bounds by Marcus Weathers at the 50. They're going to be short. It's going to be about fourth down and a yard and a half. What an excellent play there by Marcus Weathers to come up. I mean, that was a great play design. Not the first initial read for Decker, but he has his security blanket there. Morgan on the swing pass, and he gets it out to him. And Marcus Weathers comes up and makes a great play. And I'm not sure if there's a personnel changing. Uh, I guess they get put the heavy package in. They're going for this. I like the play call. You need something going here, but Marble Newtown defense, let's see if they can make a stop. It would be huge. Golden Bears need about two yards. They bring in the beef as Morgan's going to be in a running back in the eye. Decker's under center. Tiger stacked the box. It goes to the senior who's going to bounce off a Tiger. He's going to roll over another one. They're going to mark him. Appears to be the first down. Didn't get much, but got enough. First down for Upper Morris. So two fourth down conversions on this drive. They're chewing the clock up, keeping Marple's offense, who's been explosive thus far, off the field. But this Marple Newtown defense is built for this. They, you know, these guys are tough. This is the strength of their team. So they're also tough, but they have a lot of depth. Marble Newtown continues to change out. In comes Kyle Kelly as the defensive line seems to rotate. That's one of the strengths of the team. That's it. They, they are, that wolf pack is deep there. First down and 10 from the 47. They put the Lucas in motion. There is a flag on the field. The Golden Bears will take a timeout. We will as well. Tigers lead 17 to 7. You are listening to Marple Newtown Football on the Tigers Radio Network. At My Way Entertainment, the staff offers a full service solution for any event you wish to have. They're your one-stop shop for the party of your life. When this crew works with you, they roll up their sleeves and become your event planner. The My Way staff will sit with you and plan the perfect party leading up to and the day of the event. You can sit back and relax knowing My Way Entertainment will handle each and every aspect. Their services include event planning, full catering, pig roasts, games, a private chef, beverages, a DJ, karaoke, live entertainment, flowers, private cars, valet parking, tents, professional lighting, and private security. Incredible. They sure do it all. For more details and to book your next event, call 610-745-4004 and be sure to visit their website at mywayparties.com. When it's all said and done, you'll be saying, I did it my way. First down and 10 for the Golden Bears from the 47th with 6-10 remaining. Tigers have 17 points, particularly because of the momentum they gained with the Carmen Christia punt return from 50 yards out. Golden Bears looking to tack on some points before the half. I formation. It's going to be a pitch to Morgan along the near side. He gets a block. 
He takes a few Tigers with him. He's still on his feet. Tigers trying to strip the ball as he's going to be pushed out of bounds into the sideline. They didn't blow the whistle, so that's fair game to go strip that ball. Surprised they, they didn't on the forward progress, but a great, huge play there. About a 9, 10-yard gain on first down. They're going to move the stick. That's a first down so on the toss. That toss play has been lethal for Upper Moreland. And with a patient running, when you give him a toss play, he has a lot more time to read his blockers. You have two pulling guards there, this time to the left side of the line. And he's a very patient back. He comes up and just lowers his shoulder, delivers the boom, and picks up the first down for the Bears. Checking in for the Tigers is their quarterback, Anthony Paoletti, who will be a linebacker in the middle. After the 10-yard pickup, the ball is on the 37. As Upper Moreland has had the ball for the majority of the second quarter, driving the ball Converting two fourth downs. Decker under center, I formation. It's going to go right back to Morgan. He's going to bounce it to the outside. And he is going to be brought down by the sophomore, Paoletti. Paoletti, you don't see many quarterbacks playing middle linebacker, but Gina DiCamillo had to come off the field. He was a little banged up, and they bring in number five, or number three, excuse me, Paoletti. And he comes up at another... Hey, you'll take four or five yards on every first, second down play, and that's what Upper Moreland's getting. They're chipping away here. This is a big drive for both teams going into this half. Four-yard pickup, ball in the 31. Eye formation for Decker. They're going to give it to Morgan once again. He's going to cut it back up, and he is going to be gang-tackled near the first down marker. That's another first down there. As fans are yelling, blow that whistle. I'm surprised they don't blow the whistle because once you're bottled up and really stop momentum, the whistle should be blown. But there are cases where they blow it too early, he breaks a tackle. But he's that type of back that he can bounce off tacklers. That's why I think Morgan's ability to break it every play is why they don't blow the whistle like that. First down and 10 from the 27. That is a good point, Dave. They're going to bring out spread formation. DeLucas is going to be the lone back behind Decker. They're going to give it to the up back and fake it. Decker is going to keep it himself. Gino DiCamello is going to come down with him. Decker there just fakes the inside dive and pulls it. He's reading the trap man. One of the tackles for Marple Newtown. He pulls it this time and... Picks up three yards. You'll take it three yards if you're up for Moreland. Clock running four minutes and counting. Marple up ten points, 17 unanswered points, Dave. They're trying to get a stop here going into halftime because Upper Moreland does get the ball back. Second down and seven from the 20. Spread formation once again. This time the up back will be Morgan. It's going to go to Morgan off the left side. Tigers are not fooled. They're going for the strip. He's going to be bottled up after a pickup of one. Nothing doing there. Matt Trainer coming in and making the stop there, just ripping down, using that strength that he's worked so hard on the offseason to build up, and he rips down a strong back Morgan. Huge third down here, and they stop him here. Be interesting, only a 10-point game. We'll see if the kicker, Milk, does come out here. They're not going to give him anything on that last carry. It's going to be on the 23rd down and 7 in the eye. Morgan's going to be the back. 
They're going to fake it to him. Decker's going to look back to his left. He has a target in Morgan, and he is going to be in for a Golden Bear touchdown. Great play design. Gets the Bears back in this one. That is an excellent play design. Well, well designed by Upper Moreland's coaching staff. Well executed by Decker, this offensive line. And, of course, Morgan. It's a little throwback screen. He has blockers in front of him. Only two defenders from Marple Newtown. It looked like Decker was going to roll out to the right, but he throws it back. And touchdown for Upper Moreland. Cut the lead by, for Marple Newtown, 17-13, to 13, pending the meal extra point. Clean snap. The kick is up. The kick is good. Morgan tacks on his second touchdown. They make it 17-14 to 14 with three minutes to go in the second quarter. You are listening to Marple Newtown Football on the Tigers Radio Network. Are you tired of having a catered party with the same old food? Well, Mark Anthony's Paisanos at 105 West Eagle Road in Havertown, VA brings the pizza shop to your party location. The pizza ovens, grills, fires, a snow cone machine make your party the talk of the town for weeks. Mark and his staff make the pizzas, steaks, wings, and more right on site for your guests to enjoy fresh and hot. And they even top it off with funnel cake and snow cones. Call them today at 610-449-6959 for your birthday party, graduation party, or any other special events. Also, like them on Facebook. And don't forget to visit their store on Eagle Road in Havertown to grab a bite to eat from their large and unique menu. You're treated like a friend at Mark Anthony's Paisanos. Decker finds Morgan on the screen pass who rumbles his way into the end zone to make it 17-14 to with three minutes to go in the second quarter. In the kick this one away is Rainy Meal. Three turn for the Tigers is Weathers and Hoff. The junior boots this one. It's going to be returnable for Abel Hoff from the 15. He's going to cut it back up. He's going to make a move. He's going to spin, but not before he's taken down by two Golden Bears. Marbury has plenty of time here. He's finally brought down by DeLucas, who's been calling his name all all game long. He had a touchdown saving tackle on Hoff, which finally slept the Weathers touchdown pass from uh, Anthony Paoletti. But DeLucas has been all over the field for Upper Moore, but Marbury Newtown. Decent field position. Ball about the 30-yard line here. 2.56 going here, Dave. They got plenty of time here to march down the field. This is huge if they can just get three points. But, and, you know, of course they want seven. Ball is marked at the 30. Paoletti comes out. Two tight ends set. Put Noah Turner in motion to the far side. It's going to be a dump to Abel Hoff. Who in space, he breaks one tackle. He's going to stay in bounds. He's going to get 11 on the pickup. Good job by the senior to pick up a first down. You're going to play soft coverage on him. That's going to be open all day long. He starts his, the draw, uh, the formation off, um, off the line of scrimmage, and they put the tight end in motion. He moves up, and it's just a spot pass right to Abel Hoff. He gets the edge there, breaks two tackles, and picks up the first down. First down and 10 from the 41. Clock ticks away as he went out of bounds. Ball is on the 41 again. It's going to be Paoletti. He's going to look to his left. He finds his wide receiver in Abel Hoff, who stays on his feet. He's going to be down the sidelines. He's going to be spun out of bounds. Good job by the captain. 
Number 67. Uh, the cat, 67th catch of the season, three away from tying his record, Delaware County single season record of last year. As number 25, Pagano, been calling his name a lot tonight. Nick Pagano comes in and finally breaks, brings him down, but Hoff catches the ball, turns up field, and picks up another first down. Back to back first downs for Hoff in this offense. Multiple players coming off the field for the Golden Bears as the Tigers at trip formation. Ball is spotted on the 45. And they're going to have to take a timeout. Upper Moreland Burns are second. We'll step aside. You are listening to Marple Newtown Football on the Tigers Radio Network. Zenith Public Adjusters proudly supports the 2015 Marple Newtown Football Tigers. Coach Kicking and his staff. Zenith Public Adjusters ask, if you feel you may have property damage to your home or business, to allow us an opportunity to review your coverage and consult on the full extent of your damages. All consultations are at no cost. Zenith Public Adjusters remains immensely grateful to all of our existing and past customers. Customer referrals make up over 95% of our client base. When disaster strikes, call morning, noon, or night. Zenith Public Adjusters are open and ready for your call. Call 610-359-8454 for more details. Once again, that is 610-359-8454. This is the Tigers Radio Network, and you're listening to exclusive coverage of the Marple Newtown Tigers on www.marplenewtownfootball.com. Last two plays have gone to the senior captain, Abel Hoff, as the Tigers are marching their way down the field through the air. Ball is on the 45. Tigers come out. Pistol formation, four wide receivers, strips to the near side. It's going to be a curl route by Abel Hoff, who has 101. He breaks a tackle. He cuts it up the field, and he is going to be tackled down at the 30. It's going to be a pickup of 16, not before he's tackled by number 50, Christian Layton. Layton comes in and finally makes a stop on Abel Hoff, but that's back-to-back-to-back throws and catches from Pele to Hoff, and three first downs keeps his chains going. Two more before the record, I believe, Steve, correct? Yeah, it looks like he has 69 catches on the season. That'll give him his fifth of the night, and he's closing in on 100 receiving yards. Same formation, trips in near side. Ball's on the 29 after the connection to Hoff. Paoletti's going to look. He's got time. He launches it to Rufo, who's unable to reel it in. Good coverage by Pagano on the outside. Looks like he got it to Rufo, but Pagano maybe got it. Couldn't see the vantage point there. Um, but it looked like Pagano might have got his hand in there last second and made a nice play on the ball. Tigers going through the air as the Golden Bears have a line shift on defense with two minutes to go here in the second quarter. A lot of action going on, 17-14. to 14. Tigers have trips to the far side. Weathers, Mathis, and Rufo. It's going to be a fake. It's going to be a keeper by Paoletti, who's still on his feet. He's going to rumble for the first down and more. Ball is going to be on the 13. Good job by the sophomore quarterback. Little draw play. QB draw. And he is a beast. Big Tony, they call him. Lowers his shoulder. He loves he loves the quarterback, but he loves to hit and run the ball. Good play call there. Good play design. Good blocking and execution. 
first down Tigers. And DeLucas finally makes a stop on him, but not before a first down for Marple Newtown. 17 yards on the QB keeper. Ball's on the 13. Trip formation to the far side. It's going to be another keeper by Paoletti. This time he's going to be stuffed at the line of scrimmage. He's not going to get anything on that run. He's bottled up there by number 44 this time. That's Tim Duff. Been calling his name tonight, the linebacker for Upper Moreland. That's a loss of two yards. Checking out is Fowler. Checking in is Marlon Weathers. Tiger seen content on letting the clock run as they're in in the red zone with the ball on the 15, but they don't want to give it back to the Golden Bears. Three wide receivers set. It's going to be Rufo and Mathis on the near side. They're going to put Marcus Weathers in motion to make it trips. Pele is going to roll to that end zone, and he is just going to heave it. It's going to be caught by Marcus Weathers. They're going to say he reeled it in. Good job by the senior in using all of that 6-1 frame. That's an unbelievable catch there by Weathers to tip it and haul it in. Only, only one foot. Looked like he might have got two feet in. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's going to stop the clock. So it's going to be third down and four at the eight-yard line. So they are in field goal range for Lambritios, but they want to find seven instead of three. No matter what, you can't turn it over here. Playbook's open here, run or pass. It's third and four. Mm-hmm. Well, it says third and four on the scoreboard. It looks like about third and five, maybe six. Um, on the field. Tigers look like they're taking their time. Much like you think they're going to burn a timeout, Steve. Yeah, they... I think he wants to talk it over. Eric, we're going to send it to you on the sidelines. That's what it appears they're going to they're going to take a timeout, but we're going to keep it here. What do you think they're going to strategize about? This is a big play. Well, like Steve mentioned, the playbook's wide open, wide open here at third and four. Uh, you know, little screen pass, Abel Hoff. You know, you know how much I love Abel Hoff and the screen passes, but. <laughs> Um, right. I, don't know, I mean, Jack Fallis hasn't gotten involved too much tonight. He's a big running back. I mean, why not, you know, throw a little HB counter to Jack Fallows, you know, pick up a couple yards, and maybe even uh, do you take the points here or do you go for it if it's fourth and one? It's it's a uh, questionable situation here. Mm-hmm. They're down to four, so they need about five yards to pick up that first down, Steve, where the ball is spotted. But if you don't get the first down, that's what they're probably talking about because – you're still within range. You can get that pocket field goal most likely by Lambritius. I think you got to take the points. Um, that's fourth and inches. Maybe you want to keep the offense on the field because you only make it a six-point game. And this offense, they're very methodical. But you know, aside from that one play off the turnover, the beginning first play of the game. Mm-hmm. Other than that, they're very methodical. They move the ball. They get three, four, five yards each play. Marbrito doesn't want to give it back to them in the second half, only up three or six points because a touchdown gives you the lead. You know, or at least ties it, you know, paying the extra points. So, Marlboro Newtown, they want, they want six points here. Uh, and that would be huge, huge momentum going into the second half. And when you give a team like this, a defense, a 10-point lead, go, uh, you know, you know, they'll, uh, they'll protect that. Hey, Letty, under center. They're going to put Abelhoff in motion to make a trips on the far side. Screen pass to Abelhoff, who's going to cut it back up. What a phenomenal job by the Golden Bears to hit him in the open field. None other than Pagano. He's been all over the field tonight. Number 25 in on the tackle there, Pagano. What an excellent open field tackle. Not many people can get Abelhoff down one-on-one. And Marble's going to let this clock run out. I believe they're going to burn a timeout and send Lambritios in 
to extend this lead. Tigers contend on letting the clock run. He got 10, 9. They're going to let it roll all the way down. Then Coach Gicking to burn one of his two timeouts remaining. They're going to stop him at 1.7. Lambricios is going to be in. He's already made one tonight from 27 yards out. This one will be from about 20. This will be about a 25-yard field goal. Yeah, this is, uh, there's no easy field goal, especially in high school. But, you know, this is a shorter one for him. But, it, you know, it, it's from all perspectives of this play, clean snap, clean hole, clean blocking, and then the final part's the kick. Mm-hmm. Um, Fellas, as we go into halftime, Paoletti 10 for 13, 180 yards, one TD. He's also the leading rusher with five carries and 18 yards. Hoff, five catches, targeted five times, 95 yards. Weathers has that lone touchdown. He's got 13 yards, and then Mathis with 59. So uh, we'll, we'll, we'll get some extra additional stats at halftime. I wanted to give that to our listening audience. Thank you, Jim. As Lambricios gets ready to kick this 23-yard field goal. And even though you don't get a touchdown here, uh, Extra point would be, you know, you miss this here or something bad happens. It's going to be deflating for this team. But uh, an extra you know, three points here going in the half will be huge. It's officially a 23-yard field goal for Lambricios out of a Carmen Christiana hold. Timeout. And they're going to have to burn a timeout. They're going to ice the kicker, Steve. You don't see that very often in high school. No, you don't. And uh, well, they they know what we what what Marple Newtown has in George Lambritios. I, and I think you know it's a well played, well called timeout. You know, uh, you're you're not you're not at Crozier Keystone Stadium, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, there's just a different feel to this game because it's the playoffs, Dave and Steve. Yeah, this is Lambritios. Is uh, you know he's a big time kicker. Um, Really come through a lot of times this season, you know, not only in the kicking game, but also, you know, on kickoffs. He's uh, 10 of 14 on the season. Last week he was 2 for 2 with those two extra points as well. Tonight, 1 for 1. Mm-hmm. He had uh, 1 in the first quarter to put the Tigers on the board, making 7 to 3. It would be huge if they can go in the halftime up 20 to 14. Mm-hmm. You know, they have to kick off. Defense has to play well, try to get the ball back in their hands because a six point lead. It's anybody's game. Yeah, exactly. Timeout is over. Lambricios gets ready to kick this one out of a Carmen Christiana hold. Crowd comes live here at Upper Moreland. Clean snap. The kick is up. The kick is good. Lambricios tacks on three to get Marple Newtown a 20-14 to lead going into the half. You are listening to Marple Newtown Football on the Tigers Radio Network. The Tigers Radio Network broadcasts, both live and archived, are the exclusive property of the Tigers Radio Network Incorporated and are produced for the private use of our listening audience. No rebroadcast, in full or in part, is permitted without the express written consent of the Tigers Radio Network, Incorporated. Wow! 
This is the Tigers Radio Network, and you're listening to exclusive coverage of the Marple Newtown Tigers on MarpleNewtownFootball.com. This presentation of District 1 Football on the Tigers Radio Network is brought to you by the Philly Pretzel Factory, Dr. Tom Graziano in the Advanced Chiropractic Center, Sprawl Lanes, Mark Anthony's Paisanos, My Way Entertainment, Home and Business Adjustment Company, Anthony's at Paxson, Brunmar Glass, DZO Mechanical, and Zenith Public Adjusters. And now, coming to you live from high atop the 50-yard line inside Upper Moreland High School Stadium on the campus of Upper Moreland High School in Willow Grove, Pennsylvania, here is Jim Osman, Eric DePentima, Steve Reynolds, and Dave DePasqua. We welcome you back to a wild game here. Get ready for the second half. Marble Newtown leads 20-14 after Lambricio's just picked right before the half. Lambricio's going get ready to boot this one as back to return for the Golden Bears is the Lucas and their running back, Rodney Morgan. Marble Newtown with a six-point lead as Lambricio's ready to kick off, get this defense on the field. Lambricios' kick is going to be returned by DeLucas at the five-yard line. They create the wedge, and he is going to be tripped up. DeLucas will get to the 30-yard line. They're going to mark it down at the 29. Good job by Cameron Mathis, who's had a very good game tonight. Yeah, big catch on third down in the first quarter, set up by Lambricios' field goal. But Mathis does a good job there. Again, we talk about that 10-man 10, 10 wedge that this Upper Moreland return team, you know, Forces and Marble Newtown's Cameron Mathis does a good job of staying home and making the tackle on DeLucas as Decker and this offense come out on the field down by six. They started to get something going to end that right before they had before Marple Newtown put three points on the board. They capitalized on a 17 yard touchdown drive. 11.54, the handoff's going to go to Morgan as a full house backfield. He's going to rumble his way for a four yard carry as. The Golden Bears like to feed Morgan early and often. As they do. I mean, that was a key coming in the game. You have to stop Morgan if you don't have success for Marple Newtown. Morgan's been getting the ball up the middle, off tackle, all tosses. Uh, we saw the screen pass where they scored, the throwback pass where they scored the touchdown. So he's a factor in all facets of the game. Marple Newtown's defense has to bottle him up. Ball's on the 36. Full house backfield's going to go to Morgan again. They're going to pound the rock. He drives his feet. He picks up the first down. Morgan, heading into the game, was averaging over eight yards a carry, and including the first half, has 21 touchdowns to go along with it. Yep, after the first play of the game, he scored on a touchdown, then he scored right before the end of the half uh, to cut the lead. But they'll take three, four yards every play here, and we saw a 17-yard drive. So, as I said, they're very methodical, handing that ball off to Morgan. Marble Newtown's defense has to just make one stop, maybe a negative play. Ball's on the 42, goes right back to Morgan, who's going to bounce it to the outside. He's still on his feet. Good job by the Tigers to bottle him up before he's able to break free. Actually, right there, they kept it. A little fake there as Hoff uh, tackles Decker. Decker faked it. A little that midline read that we've seen a few times. Fake it to the fullback, and then he rolls out. Uh, so good job by Marble Newtown. Not to be fooled, but again, a five-yard gain on first down. And they change their game plan. It looks like the Golden Bears have decided we're going to go three running backs and pound it. It's going to be second down and five. It's going to go right back to Morgan who plows his way. He's going to be close to the first down marker. And the Marple Newtown's going to jump on the ball. 
They're going nuts, but it seems like nothing's going along the sidelines as they're trying to get the crowd fired up, Steve. That's Marlboro Newtown's ball. That's Marlboro Newtown's football. Eric, what's going along the sidelines? Well, Marlboro Newtown's pretty happy on the sidelines right there. Um, You know, it looked like it could have been four of progress, and then whistle wasn't blown, ball came out last minute, and Marlboro Newtown clearly recovered it. Carmen Christiana with the recovery. And that, Number that's, eight. That's his second recovery tonight. Carmen Christiana has been all over the field. You can't, you know, having trouble stopping them. They're getting five yards here and there. How you stop them is force a turnover. Ball's on the 48 with 10-21 on the clock. Paoletti gets his first possession of the half. They're going to do a screen play to Abel Hoff. They're going to say it was a screen pass. They're going to mark it a fumble. It's going to be recovered by Upper Moreland, recovered by number 50. And that is Christian Layton. And I, I don't, that's an interesting call there. I guess, I guess it's a, a lateral pass. A backward pass by the Tigers. Well, technically, again, it's a, it's a backwards pass, so it's technically a run and a fumble, guys. It's not a pass. It, it, once that happens, it becomes a fumble. It, it, it negates the pass, and it actually just be in the stat book. It becomes a fumble, a run, and a fumble. And that's huge. So a quick possession again. This defense has to stay, stay sound and make a stop. Balls on the 43 with 10:16 to drive. It's going to be Decker in a play action. Who had his target along the outside was unable to reel it in. Fortunate for Walker Newtown, the receiver couldn't come down with it as Christiana. Was in on the stop there. DeLuca, or I'm sorry, the Decker throw was intended for Ryan Norton, but incomplete, so second down. And that's what happens when you continue to run the ball, pound the ball up the middle, off tackle, run those toss plays, the defense, that front seven, they're going to they're gonna stack the box, and then that's where Decker can hurt you on the play action. Fortunately for Marple Newtown, uh, you know, it, was, it fell incomplete, so second down and ten. After back-to-back turnovers from Upper Moreland and Marple. They exchange turnovers here early in the second half. Ball's on the 43 with 10 minutes to go. They're going to put Pagano in motion. It's going to be a fake jet sweep. It's going to be a counter to Morgan, who has some running room. He's still on his feet. He's going to be dragged down by Marcus Weathers. So there's a counter play there. Fake jet sweep. Handed off to Morgan. Tackle made by Marcus Weathers, but not before a first down. Upper Moreland is having their way with this defense. Marlboro Newtown's made stops. They forced two punts and two turnovers, but they need something here. Again, a negative play to set them back. Maybe a penalty on Upper Moreland will uh, get this drive going, but Upper Moreland doing a very good job up front. Ball's on the 27. They're going to put Pagano in motion again. This time it's going to be a jet sweep to the outside. He's going to cut it up. He's going to gain about six on the carry. Good job by the Tigers, the gang tackle. Yeah, but... A nice uh, jet sweep was executed very well there. Carmen Christiana makes a stop, but Noah Turner did a good job there. We're forcing it inside, but someone has to come in, and linebacker or safety have to come in and make a play sooner than that. That's a big six-yard gain on first down. But, again, Turner set the edge. He forced the play inside. No one was there for Marlboro Newtown to come up until Christiana from his safety position stopped him. Golden Bears knocking on the door. Second down and four from the... T- from the 22-yard line, Full House backfield's going to go right back to Morgan. He's going to make a move, and he's going to be dragged down, but not before the first down. And they're having their way on that right side of the line. And that's anchored by Connor Dolan, number 65, the 6'5", 280-pound lineman. Marlboro Newtown, as Coach Willard said before the game, you got to play in the backfield, D-line. You have to play in the backfield. 
It's not easy defending a run all the time. These the linemen like to uh, you know get after the quarterback, but mm-hmm. majority of this offense and we saw last week against Pottsgrove, you know these teams like to run the ball about 80 percent of the game, and uh, you know so far in this drive they're having their way on Marple. First down and ten from the thirteen. Morgan gets free, finds a wiggle room. He makes a move, and he is going to be down after eight yards on the carry. The senior seems to be getting stronger as the game goes on. Carmen Christiana in on the tackle there. Morgan carries up the middle. And, again, getting past that first level. The second level has to come up make a play. Got to play downhill if you're a linebacker. But this very methodical offense, a lot different from Marble Newtown's offense this game, where Marble Newtown will hit you on big plays. This defense will, or this offense will, you know, run the ball down your throat. Try and wear you down. Second down and four. It's going to go right back to Morgan. He is going to be pushed backwards. Good push by the Tigers up front. Just what they needed. An outstanding play there. Looked like McEwen, Paoletti, Schneider, all in the player. Gang tackling. And coming in and bringing up a big third down. This is going to be the first third down play that Upper Morgan faces. They were get, converting on second down, picking up first downs this entire drive. And Marple Newtown, a big third down here. To me, this is four-down territory, depending on how many yards they gain here. Uh, but, again, they do have a kicker. Uh, to, you know, again, you want to you get points on the board. But depending on what they get on this, I believe it's four-down territory. 7.30 on the clock. It's going to be a cue by keeper by Decker, who gets a phenomenal push, and he's still chopping his feet. It looks like they got a first down by the QB keeper. And that was a third down and three QB keeper. I guess they saw something. Not sure if Decker called his own number, but number 14 just takes it and goes to the left side of the center and picks up a first down. It's going to be first down and goal for Upper Moreland on the one-yard line. We'll see who wants this more, who's going to get a push. Marple Newtown's D-line or... Upper Moreland's offensive line, but Upper Moreland in great field position here in striking distance. First and goal from the one. QB keeper by Decker. It's going to depend on the push. No signal yet. And Marple Newtown appears to have gotten the ball. They stripped it from Decker on the one-yard line. Marple Newtown with a touchdown-saving play. Number seven, Abelhoff is in on the play to keep the Tigers from allowing... Then the score. And I said, who wants it more? Marple Newtown's defensive line or Upper Moran's offensive line? Marple Newtown's defensive line got such a good push there, and it's a case of Decker not getting in there. He didn't get an initial push, or he reached the ball out. I couldn't see what happened, but we he saw probably that reached last the ball week out. Doctor, and he reached over, same exact type. Marple Newtown knocks it out. What an outstanding play by this defense coming up big. They were getting the ball pushed down their throat this entire drive. The ball's on the one-yard line, and they come up huge with a turnover. Excellent job by the Tigers. First down and 10 from the one-yard line. It was 6.54. They got a player to push. A jump, it appears, Upper Moreland had the hard count by yeah. Paoletti. It might have given them free five yards. They're going to call an offside encroachment, and that's huge because Marple Newtown has the ball on the one-yard line. That's safety written all over if you don't get a push. One bad, you know, step, mis- miscommunication on a handoff, you know, you're looking at a safety punting it back. A hard count there. Excellent job by Paoletti. Give you some breathing room. Ball on the five-yard line. Marple Newtown, first and five. First and five, this time from the six. Paoletti under center, a two tight end set. It's going to be a QB keeper this time calling his own name as Paoletti. 
Zines quarterback keeper for the Tigers, that's Anthony Paoletti. That's going to be second down there, so Paoletti calls his own number there. It'll be second down and about two as number 44 makes the stop. Tim Duff again in on the stop for Upper Moreland, having a good night for him. Clock continues to wind down, just under 6.30 here. Paoletti gets three on the QB keeper, creating second down and two from the nine. Under center, two tight ends set. Rufo and Weathers, the the wide receivers, they move Weathers up, and it's going to be a snap, and they're going to call most likely a false start on the Tigers. That's going to be crucial. Yeah, it's going to push them back five yards, so you're back. The ball was about on the nine, so it's going to be put you back on the four. Not what you want. It's only second down. Uh, so the playbook's still open. You still, you know, it's not third down here. But, again, that's that's a lot different from second down and two to second down and seven. Uh, Marbleton wants to get out of this territory, but nonetheless, if they don't score any points on this drive, just taking the time off this clock, right. forcing another turnover is huge for them. And I believe right now they have the advantage plus one in the turnover battle. Eric, you had a better vantage point on that Abel Hoff recovery. What exactly happened down at the goal line? Well, quarterback Decker was trying to stretch the ball in the end zone there. And, uh, you know, the referees in another scenario where they didn't blow the whistle for four progress. They let it play out, and uh, the ball came out, and, uh, you know, Marple Newtown recovered it there. But overall, great drive by Upper Moreland up until that point. Marple Newtown had another false start as Eric was speaking. It's going to push him back additional. Steve, is that going to be half the distance? That's going to be half the distance. So, balls at the four is going to be at the two now, maybe? Um, yeah, that'll be uh, half the distance. So, two and a half. So, that, I mean, that's... Or correction, two, Steve. Yeah, you can't you can't have, if you're Marple Newtown, back-to-back false starts. Again, only second down, second down and nine, but you're back on your two-yard. You cannot afford a bad snap. A bad step, a bad handoff, because you're you're in your own territory. Abel Hawk, the low wide receiver to the near side. They're going to put Marcus Weathers in motion as Marple Newtown's going to burn a timeout. We will step aside as the Tigers lead 20 to 14 with 5:25 on the clock. You are listening to Marple Newtown football on the Tigers Radio Network. Some people say it's hard to find good help today when you have fire, water, or wind damage to your house. Help is as easy as a phone call to home and business adjustment, where you can find good help. You'll rarely hear the words, it's not covered, or we can't pay for that. At home and business adjustment, we get you good money for good loss. When bad things happen to a building that you own, call 610-356-1344. And remember, if you have a fire, I'm the guy to hire. At home and business adjustment. 610-356-1344. You're listening to the Tigers Radio Network on MarpleNewtownFootball.com. Welcome back here to Upper Moreland Stadium in Willow Grove, Pennsylvania. We have a good one here. 20-14, Tigers lead. They have the ball at their own two-yard line after a phenomenal play by Abel Hoff to stuff the Golden Bears at the goal line. You yeah. have to be careful, though, if you're coach kicking, who don't want to prevent a touchdown on his own goal line. Yeah, defense is that bend-not-break mentality. Ball gets down to the one-yard line, and they come up with a turnover. And uh, the offense backed up here, second down and nine from the two-yard line. Matchup to look at, you have the Lucas and Abel Hoff one-on-one. I-formation, 
four, and there's going to be another false start on the Tigers. It's only going to push them back another yard. It's going to go half the distance. But that's three straight false starts on the Tigers. Not, not good, not good. Cannot have three penalties yet. I mean, the only thing worse is a turnover, but these penalties will hurt you. And I'm not sure what's going on down there, but the guys just have to keep their head, keep their composure. It's a tight ball game. Now the offensive line's got to get a push here as you're deep in your own territory. Shotgun formation to put Marcus Weathers in motion. Tigers are on their own one. It's going to be a handoff off to the far side. Going to be bottled up at the line of scrimmage. They're going to give him one or none. Good job by Marlon Weathers to keep chopping his feet. Number 54 in on the stop there, Ryan Cavanaugh. For about a one-yard gain, so a little breathing room. Third down and eight here. Now, you have to think here, Coach Gicking, you know, do you, do you put the ball in the hands of Paoletti to maybe, you know, throw it? But, again, you uh, can't you know, afford a sack. A sack pushes him into the end zone. Now, you throw it deep, gets intercepted, you know, it's a punt. But if you throw it deep, it's incomplete. Then you're forced to punt it at your own two-yard line. So, interesting what they call here. Third down and eight. They put Marcus Weathers in motion. Paletti's in the shotgun. It's going to be a play action. It's going to be Marcus Weathers throwing it. Intended for Abel Hoff, who's going to be tackled at the 35. It's going to be intercepted by Pagano, who's going to be drilled out of bounds at the 10. But there's going to be a pass interference on the 35. He tackled him. That is an excellent call there by both referees. Two flags came out. But, yes, he tackled him. He didn't need to, but he, he was tackled. That's going to be an automatic first down for Marple Newtown. Not sure what they're gathering up about, but that's a first down Marple Newtown. Great play call by. Pass interference against Upper Moreland. He, Marcus Weathers went under center on the play. He launched it down the field into triple coverage, and he was pushed down at the 35. That is the reason for the automatic first down. The fans aren't happy, but it's the right call. It, it was the right call. Um, again, you know, I don't expect him to be happy. I mean, but it, it was. He did tackle. He didn't need to either. But, it, you know, good play design because Marcus Hunter comes in motion. You have mm-hmm. the pistol formation. The listeners at home can hear this. In the pistol formation, the play's on two. Marcus Weathers comes in motion like in jet. He gets under the center. Paletti goes down as a fullback. Now Paletti goes from a quarterback to a fullback. They, they do a play-action pass here. Weathers rolls out to the right side and delivers a, you know, tries to throw a ball to Hoff, and it's in, you know, incomplete, or it's intercepted, but a pass interference. So excellent play design there by Coach Gicking. First down and 10 from the 18. It's going to be a snap. Marcus Weathers is going to hand it to his brother, Marlon, who's going to bounce off a defender. He's going to pick up six as the freshman continues to make strides. Number 34 in on the tackle. Tyler Smith, but again, they run that same play design. Weathers comes in motion, gets under center. Paoletti, the lead blocker, and this kid loves the hit. He's a quarterback, but he loves the hit, loves to lay the wood. This time, lead blocker for more than Weathers, and he's close to a first down for the Tigers. New wrinkle, because we have not seen this all season. Marcus Weathers was the quarterback last season, transitioned to wide receiver. He's gone under center a few times tonight. Nine yards on the pickup for Weathers, second down and one from the twenty-six. Put Marcus Weathers in motion again. Paoletti's going to go in as a fullback. Marcus Weathers will just keep it himself, and he is going to plow. They're not going to call it dead. And we're waiting for it to signal. 
They're going to mark him dead. It's going to be a first down for Marple Newtown. It's been an interesting officiating crew tonight, though, because they had not blown the, the whistle immediately. And there's going to be a 15. They're going to throw a flag on the referee, maybe sideline sideline warning. Eric, what's it like on the sidelines? Because that's going to be a flag. Well, it's, it's pretty crazy with the Marple Newtown crowd behind me. Um, they're streaming a lot of different things and going pretty wild. Um, but uh, Marple Newtown's coaches are instructing their players and other coaches to uh, step back because they already got one sideline warning, and now Upper Moreland's getting one. Yeah, so, so Upper uh, Moreland, they just called it sideline warning on Upper Moreland, fellas. And, and the, whole, the whole discussion, the whole argument here is they're not blowing the ball dead, and a few times Upper Moreland was cost. You know, it was costly for them because the play wasn't blown dead, and you know, they ended up fumbling the ball there. This time, Marble Newtown, the play was blown dead, and then the ball came out. So, I mean, it's just a, it's a judgment call for the referee. It's right when forward progress ends, though. First down and 10 on the 28. McEwen goes in motion. Paletti's going to hand it to Marlon Weathers, who's going to make a move in the backfield. He's going to take a few Golden Bears with him. He's going to gain about four. And the freshman on the counterplay there picks up a good chunk of yards on first down. Nick Pagano in on the stop, but good first down run, five-yard gain. Giving the defense a lot of breathing room because they made a play at the one-yard line. This is where that drive began. Now they're on the 33, getting a breather on the sidelines. Second down and five on the 33. Weathers the back. You're going to have Marcus Weathers on the far side in addition to Abel Hoff on the near side. They put Noah Turner in motion. It's going to be a pass to Abel Hoff, one-on-one, and he is going to be dragged down. Good job by DeLucas to bring down Abel Hoff, who I believe has now tied his record for receptions. Yep, that'll tie the record. That's going to be a first down. It's one-on-one. You want your playmaker to get the ball one-on-one in open field. DeLucas makes a nice tackle, but not before a nice stiff arm. And first down by Abel Hoff. First down, Tigers. They keep this drive moving. And Abel Hoff, 101 yards so far this evening with that catch. So that will give him 70 catches on the year with over 1,100 receiving yards. So really uh, speaks volumes. Yep, adding on to his resume. 2.18 on the clock. Ball is spotted on the 40. Noah Turner goes in motion. Two tight hands set. It's going to be a counterplay to Marlon Weathers, who's going to die forward. Good job to get a push up front. Gain of six. He's tackled by Ryan Cavanaugh, number 54. Looks like another counter run. You put the tight end in motion. This time it was number 10. Noah Turner comes in motion across the line of scrimmage, then cuts back along with the pulling tackle for the counterplay, and Weathers picks up a nice six-yard gain on on first down, second down and four Tigers. Clock continues to run. Marble Newtown goes under center. Paoletti's going to put Noah Turner in motion, stepping up is Mathis. It's going to go right back to Weathers, who's hit in the backfield, continues to plow his way. He's close to the first down marker, and they're going to give it to him. Number 50, Christian Layton in on the tackle. But, again, put Noah Turner in motion. This time it's just a regular handoff. Dive up the middle. And that's going to be a first down run. So Marlon Weathers, again, a freshman, bouncing off tacklers, picking up first down and leaning forward. 
And he's doing a great job coming into tonight's game with 300 yards and a touchdown, adding on to those stats tonight. Ball spotted at midfield. They put McEwen in motion, two tight ends to the far side. It's going to go the back to the freshman who's going to go off the far side. He's going to make a move and die for three yards. Again, Weathers gets the carry. Again, giving the ball to the freshman. Tyler Smith, number 34, coming to make it a nice top. Tenth play of this drive, fellas. Eleventh play coming up and for Marple Newtown. Thank you, Jim. And this kind of looks like the upper Moreland offense. Give it to your uh, playmaker in the backfield. As we've seen Morgan getting the ball. The majority of the carries for upper Moreland on a methodical drives. And Marple Newtown, you know, doing, it, doing the same to them here. 27 ticks remaining. They put McEwen in motion. Two tight ends set. It's going to go to Marlon Weathers. He's going to be bottled up in the backfield. Good job by Layden to stack him up. They're going to lose two on the carry. That is going to be the last play of the quarter. And number 50 in on the tackle, Christian Layton. And they're going to reverse fields here. 20 to 14. Score this third quarter, Dave. We're in for a good one when we come back. Marble Newtown leads 20 to 14. Steve said it. Get ready for the fourth quarter. It's going to be a fun one. You are listening to Marble Newtown Football on the Tigers Radio Network. Brynmar Glass has been proudly serving the surrounding communities for over 75 years. We specialize in custom showers and tub enclosures. We also do mirrors, tabletops, fogged or cracked window repairs, even storms and screens. Our knowledgeable staff can provide the most up-to-date information in shower door hardware and designs. So come visit us at our newly remodeled showroom at 729 Westchester Pike in Havertown, Pennsylvania. And go Tigers! This is the Tigers Radio Network, and you're listening to exclusive coverage of the Marple Newtown Tigers on www.marplenewtownfootball.com. Welcome back here. 12 minutes on the clock. We'll determine this one. We have a tight game, 20-14. to 14. Marble Newtown's on the 47, third down and seven. Eric, what is Coach Gicking telling his troops here heading into the fourth quarter? Well, I could surmise that Coach Gicking wants to, wants to tell his team that to take care of the because there's been turnovers in that third quarter. They had a couple in the first half. Um, you know, take care of the ball, get some positive yardage, and, you know, take this game home. Um, you know, if you get to give the ball back to Upper Moreland, you know what Rodney Morgan can do. He's been phenomenal all night in his big play. So do you really want to give them back the ball, or do you want to sustain this drive longer? Big play here. Spread formation for Paoletti. Four wide receivers. It's a flag down. It's going to be a false start on Marple Newtown. That will back them up, making it third down and 12. Big penalty. This is huge. Uh, Third down and 12, probably an obvious passing situation, but, hey, Upper Moore knows it's coming. Let's see what Paoletti can do here. It's going to start up front with the protection. Can Upper Moore get enough pressure on Paoletti to throw an errant pass, or can Paoletti get enough time to throw a strike for a first down? Spread formation, balls on the 47. Paoletti has a clean pocket. He's going to step up, he's going to roll, and he's going to throw it. It's going to be reeled in by Chris Rufo at the first down marker. What a job by the senior. What an excellent pocket presence there by Anthony Paoletti. Gets perfect timing in that pocket. Steps up, avoids, uh, it looks like he was about to get sacked, avoids the guy, and delivers a strike in the middle of the field to Chris Rufo, who then gets 
just driven into the back, and he held on to a big-time throw and catch by Paoletti to Rufo. Excellent job by the offensive line. And number three in on the stop there, Kitchen, but not before Marlboro Newtown. Huge conversion on third and 12. Ball's on the third. Is on the 36. Paoletti's going to put McEwen in motion. It's going to be a toss to Marlon Weathers to the outside. He's going to try and get the corner. He's going to be bottled up. And good job by none other than Rodney Morgan to make the stop on the outside. Yeah, Morgan in on the stop there as well as Tim Duff once again. Duff's been all over the field tonight as well as Pagano, DeLucas, and Rodney Morgan. Again, we talked about Morgan on offense. He's got four interceptions on the season on defense at cornerback. So, um, Marlboro Newtown, you know, there's some good playmakers on the other side of the ball here. But, that, again, going back to that third down and 12 conversion, what an excellent job. By that, by the football team all around from Marple Newtown there to convert, bring up second down and nine here. Weathers was pushed out of bounds. Second down and nine. Balls on the 35. Pistol formation, two di- tight end set. There's going to be a penalty against Marple Newtown, and that's that's interesting because it looked like they didn't take that that long. That's an interesting that's an interesting call there. Um, and it looked like it was bang, bang. It looked like they got it off. But nonetheless, it's going to be five yards. Delay of game on Marlboro Newtown. Didn't they, look like makes they... you think, Steve, that probably someone tipped them off to that. Yeah, I'm sure the you know, upper morning coach, and that's what you do if you're a coach. You know, you got to uh, you know, get in the refs here to get some calls. 11.28 is the clock finally ticks as is thrown down the field intended for Marcus Weathers. He threw it in triple coverage in on the play was Nick DeLucas. It didn't have much room, though. No, not enough room there. DeLucas kind of cut off his route there. Good coverage, very good coverage by him. And the ball's overthrown, which is good. Underthrown you don't want because that's an interception. A lot of running room from Upper Moreland. But another third down and 14. Marple Newtown just converted on third and 12. Third and fourth. And this is big here because... Maybe you get nine, ten yards on this. It's fourth down and four. Do you try field goal? Because if not, it's four down territory. Spread formation for Pale Eddie on the 40. Abel Hoff, the wide receiver to the near side. Playing pressure is Kitchen. He is going to be sacked at the 49. Playing the sack with none other than Layton. We've called his name all night. Layton again in on the... Play this time a huge sack, not what you want if you're Marple Newtown, but a man comes loose. Pele tries to do everything he can, but couldn't get his footing on this grass field. And Marple Newtown's gonna have to punt this away with 10:57 and counting to go. Filming comes in to punt this one. Back to return is DeLucas. Mathis goes in motion to add protection on the line. Clean snap. Philman's punt is a wobbler. It's going to go right to DeLucas. It's going to pop up. It's going to be taken at the 18. He's trying to get the edge, and he is going to be tackled. Good job by Cameron Mathis. Ball's going to be spotted on the 19. Excellent coverage here by Cameron Mathis. Keeps contained. Comes in and swipes up DeLuca. DeLucas from his legs, and uh, Upper Moore is going to take over. At their 20-yard line, down by six, 10-29 to go. This is semifinals, District 1 playoffs. Going to ask for more. Decker's going to come out with 10-29 on the clock. 
from their own 20. The Golden Bears look like they want to pound it. Full house backfield for Morgan. It's going to go that way to the far side. He gets a block. He's going to be chopped down by Carmen Christiana, but not before a gain of nine. Christiana in on the tackle, as you said, Dave. And this is... They're going to give him a first down. Give him a first down. This is dangerous because you stack the box here. If Morgan you know, breaks that second level of linebackers, then... Yeah, it's him in the secondary, and this could, this could cause a problem for Marlboro Newtown. This is double-type formation, full house with three backs in the backfield. Ball's on the 30. He's going to be a handoff to Morgan. He's going to be bottled up at the line of scrimmage. Good job by the guys up front. Excellent job by Marlboro Newtown's defensive line there. This time it's Matt Trainer coming in, but I saw others as well to make that play. McKillen, Kelly, Turner. Great job there by Marlboro Newtown. They're going to give him a yard on the carry. Spot it down at the 31 with 9.45 to go in the fourth quarter. Three wide receivers for Decker. The lone running back is Morgan. They're going to put Pagano in motion. It's going to be a fake jet sweep. Morgan's going to get a block, and he is still on his feet. Nearly hit in the backfield. But Mark Weathers and Carmen Christiana were able to rattle him down. Weathers comes in as well as Christiana, as you said, Dave. But Matt McKee was right there to tackle Morgan. It was a fake jet, then counter back to Morgan. Harry Gicken caught a nice, looked like a big gap blitz there. And, uh, you know, he just missed the legs of Morgan there, uh, Matt McKay, and Morgan, you know, takes advantage of it. You can't miss opportunities on Morgan. He will take advantage of it. This time picks up a first down. 43-yard line. Morgan plows his way into the line. Marple Newtown trying to strip the ball. 20-14 to 14 here. Marple Newtown has the lead, but the Golden Bears have the ball. This time Matt McKee takes advantage of opportunity and brings down Morgan. And Marple Newtown here. Has to make a stop on defense. Upper Moreland is driving the ball. Lazawicki checks himself in for for Kelly on the defensive front. Three yards on the carry. Ball is on the 45. Second down and seven. Trips formation to the far side. DeLuca is in the backfield. It's going to be a screen pass to Morgan on the outside. The ball is loose. It's rattling around. Morgan's able to jump back on top of it, but it's going to be a big loss of yards. So a bubble pass out, a swing pass, as you said, out to Morgan. We've seen this play to Abelhoff so many times this year, and Morgan didn't look like he was ready for it, and that was a fumble, backwards pass, but it rolls out of bounds. Big break for Upper Moreland, but more importantly, it's going to be third down and long here. The difference is Marple Newtown ran a similar, a similar play, but Abel Hoff wasn't able to jump back on top of it. Luckily for the Golden Bears, it rolled out of bounds. Yeah, and you know, with the way this methodical offense is going for Upper Moreland, when you get a gain of one or no yards or a loss of yards, that's huge for Marple Newtown because otherwise they're getting three, four yards, and then something like this, and then you have a negative play like that, it's third down and long. Ball's on the 38. It's going to be third down and 14. Marple Newtown applying pressure. It's going to be locked over the head. It's going to be reeled in by number 40, the Lucas, who picks up the first down. He's going to get to the 45. What a job by the senior. And that was an excellent throw and catch from Decker to the Lucas. Looked like it was going to be over his head. He had to lob that on the run again. 
where you, you can't plant your foot. you got to throw the ball across your body. And he just, what a nice little raindrop to DeLucas, his playmaker, over the head of Ryan Schneider, who finally brings him down. But a first down for Upper Moore. Great conversion there on third down. Huge third down for the Golden Bears. They come out in the full house backfield on the 45. Morgan gets the carry. He piles his way. He's going to pick up two. Matt Trainer coming in from the opposite side defensive end position and bringing down Morgan. Good job by him. Crashing down. He's unblocked. He pinches. He squeezes. Comes down the line and makes the play. Ball's on the 43. Second down and eight with just under eight minutes to go here in the fourth quarter. Tigers looking for a turnover. Up 20 to 14. Full house backfield once again for the Golden Bears. It's going to be a pitch to Morgan on the outside, sealing the edge. He puts his feet into the ground, and he is going to rumble his way to about the 41. Good job by the Tigers on the outside to extend that play. And that's very good because you you stack the box here. It's a full house double tight, and they run the tallest play. So the outside is exposed for Marple Newtown, but they do a good job of fighting across the reach blocks. With Matt Trainer there at the defensive end position and guys coming up and making the play there. So good job to only allow a few yards there on second down. Third down and six. This is four down territory for Upper Moreland. Third down and six. Big play here. Ball's on the 41 here in the fourth quarter. Full house backfield for Decker. It's going to go to their playmaker. It's going to be a fake. He's going to keep himself. The ball is loose. Carmen Christiana jumps on top of it. His third fumble recovery of the game. Wow. That's all I can say. This time they run that midline option. Decker keeps it, rolls to the outside off tackle, and the ball just flies in the air, and one of the Tigers lands on it. This Tigers defense once again comes up huge. Turnover makes it 6.45 on the clock. Tigers take over on the 35. And the listeners that you know can't see this. Um, that ball was like it, a jump ball in the basketball game. It was. It was a jump ball, and the Tigers came up with it, and Paoletti comes and takes over on offense with a six-point lead. They put McHugh in motion, two tight ends set. It's going to be a handoff to Marlon Weathers, who's going to weave his way up the gut, and he is still on his feet. He's going to pick up seven. Good job by the freshman. Try and drain clock here as there's just 6.30 remaining. Pagano in on the stop. So if you're up for more than you got to know, you're down by six. Game is far from over. Six minutes to go. you got to make a few stops. You have timeouts. If you're Marple Newtown, you know you're six minutes away from a district title berth. Does this offensive line, you know, they, they need to get a push. Let's see how much they want. Let's see if they can get a few first downs and chew this clock up. Paley put McEwen in motion again. Ball's on the 42. Second down to four. It's going to go right back to Weathers. He's going to bounce it to the outside. He's going to die for the first down marker. And he's going to pick up the first down. Good job. And there you go. That offensive line, that right side of the line. Good job again. some penetration there. And Weathers bounces the outside and picks up a first down. And on the stop was Rodney Morgan. First down and 10 on the 46. Six minutes to go. Marple Newtown content on this draining the clock. Abel Hoff checks out. In comes Cameron Mathis, who's the wide receiver to the near side. Two tight ends set. This time they're going to put Noah Turner in motion to the near side. And he's going to be the lead blocker for Mark. Marlon Weathers, who's going to take on defender, he's going to stiff arm him, but he's going to get into Upper Moreland territory. Ball is going to be on the 49. 
And they're st- they're stripping that ball. They're trying to swipe it. This is only a freshman, so I mean, this is very gutsy by Coach Gicking to give it to a guy. But if you know more than weather, this is a hard worker. This is a tough kid, and for your coach to trust a freshman in this situation is huge. Weathers picks up five on the carry. Five minutes to go. Big series here. Paoletti under center. Two tight end set. McEwen's in motion. It's going to go right back to Marlon Weathers, who loses the ball. Paoletti smartly jumps back on it on the 39. That could have been a disaster. It's going to be a loss of 10. You're telling me that could have been a huge disaster. It goes from second and five to about third and it's going to be a third and about 17. Um, so this really changes the game here. Third and 19 because Marple Newtown, do you run it? Do you punt it? Let your defense take over or you try to throw it in the air? Incomplete pass stops the clock. Not what you want, but that's a huge, huge play. Fortunately, Marple Newtown was able to jump on it. Clock is running, 410, 409, 408. Ball's on the 39. Paoletti's going to fake the screen pass. Nothing's open, and he's just going to launch it down the field. It's going to be intercepted. It's going to be the same thing as a punt, basically. They're going to spot it at the 21. And none other than Nick Pagano, the junior, comes up with the interception. He has played well on both sides of the ball. Turnover makes it first down and 10 on the 31. 3.56, and this will be the ball game, Steve, as they have all three timeouts. And you said it, Dave and Steve. This is That was basically Marble Newtown's punt. Yeah, it was. And, um, you know, not bad by Pele. There's nothing doing. This, the secondary is doing such a good job for Upper Moreland. And they come up with a big interception there. But, yeah, just like a punt, it's third and long. It goes from second and five to third and 19. So you have, don't have many options there. And uh, let's see if Marble Newtown's defense can, you know, Finish the deal here, or if Upper Moreland can come down the field and, and win this ball game. Decker's going to go under center. It's going to be a full house backfield. Goes to the senior who's going to take it up the gut, and he's going to run to a few Tiger defenders. Morgan takes it for about a yard. It's a good job by the defense. Kyle Kelly coming in, the senior defensive lineman. Pickup of a yard. Most likely, don't you think they're going to throw it through the air, Steve? Because that play to Pagano earlier in Lucas had been very effective. Yeah, I mean, again, these runs set up that a pass play, and when you stack the box, you're vulnerable for a passing play, play-action passing. So we'll see what Upper Moran decides to do with Decker. 320, second down and nine. It's going to be a play-action. It has a wide receiver open down the field. Abel Hoff on the coverage, and he is going to be taken down. They're going to throw a flag, but it's going to depend whether it's on Abel Hoff or number 12, Ryan Norton. That's going to be on Upper Moreland. Well, you never know on stuff like this. We see who they call it on. You know, it, they really, the guy basically tackles Abel Hoff at the end of that, but I don't know. Pass interference well, against Marple Newtown. So that's a, that's uh that's that's what I was thinking. You never really can be completely tell, on, on completely well, sure on that, Steve. I must have missed something there, but hey, nonetheless, I don't know about that one. But they're both drawing back and forth after the play. It's going to be a pass interference on Marple Newtown. It gives 
the Golden Bears a first down. Ball's going to be spotted on the 47. It's going to be 312 on the clock as it continues to wind down. I formation for Decker. Ball's on the 47. It's going to be a play action. Marple Newtown applying pressure. It's going to be reeled in. Good job no, by no, Pagano. That's incomplete. That hit, that hit. That hit. I don't know what they're arguing about, but that hit the ground. That's an incomplete pass. Good call by the referee. It was close, but that 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 was that, he he covered that up on the bounce. But even on the incomplete pass, it stops the clock. There's 3:04 remaining. Second down and ten. I was just saying to you earlier how they have to throw the ball. They've thrown it the last two two pass uh, last two plays, Steve. Yeah, and again, you know, the clock against you. You do have to throw the ball. You can't just keep you know handing it to Morgan. But we'll see what they do here. Flowers backfield's going to go to Morgan. He's going to get the toss. He's still on his feet. He's going to get a block. He's going to be down the field, and he is going to score. 47 yards out. Golden Bears score a touchdown. So the Golden Bears on that toss play go up their sideline into the end zone. Tie ball game. They are 254 away with this extra point from the district finals. We'll see if Mark Newtown has anything to say about that one. But first, this tie ball game needs to be broken if their kicker, Meal, can connect. 20-20 after the 47-yard touchdown. Rodney Morgan's third touchdown of the game. Critical extra point will give the Golden Bears the lead. It's going to be a clean snap. The kick is up, and the kick is good. Golden Bears take a 21-20 lead with 2.54 on the clock. Stay tuned. Marble Newtown will get the ball. You are listening to Marble Newtown Football and the Tigers Radio Network. Suffering from back or neck pain, injury, or headaches? The Advanced Chiropractic Center and Dr. Tom Graziano have been serving Marple Newtown and Delaware County residents for over 15 years. Dr. Tom Graziano enjoys helping his patients without drugs or surgery. He takes a gentle approach, utilizes current techniques, and has several massage therapists on staff. Advanced Chiropractic Center accepts all kinds of insurances, including most HMOs, as well as accident cases. It is the mission of Advanced Chiropractic Center to take their time with all of their patients and give them the care they deserve. Do you have a question? Just mention that you heard about Dr. Tom Graziano from the Tigers Radio Network or Marble Newtown Football for a free consultation. Call the Advanced Chiropractic Center at 610-356-2300. Morgan scores his third touchdown of the game to give the Golden Bears a 21-20 lead. Marble Newtown will receive here with 2.54 on the clock with a pair of timeouts. In the kick this one away is the junior kicker, Randy Meal. Marble Newtown, plenty of time here. They know how to, the situation, they're in two-minute situation at the end of every single practice. Coach Gigan loves to practice it, so if this is the time to pull it out, this is it right here. District title on the line. Meal gets the signal. Back to return for the Tigers is Weathers and Hoff. It's going to be a boot. It's going to be return at the 20. 
as Dolgarian's able to plow his way to the 30. So Marple Newtown will start here, 2.46 on the clock. you got a pair of timeouts. You run that two-minute drill. got a pair of timeouts, and you got to kick her with a big leg. I like your chance of your Marble Newtown, but Upper Moreland defense has come out here to play this second half, pitching a shutout. Two forty-six until the final. Three wide receivers, off the one wide receiver. They're going to put him in motion and put trips on the far side. Paletti's going to roll that way as he's going to plant his feet. And it's going to be incomplete intended for Chris Rufo. This is a tough situation here for a sophomore quarterback. Let's see what they can do here. Second down and 10. 241 they go. This place is rocking as we're on the upper Moreland side. And they are going nuts here as they're only a two minutes away from their birth into a district final at Plymouth White Marsh next week. Spread formation for the Tigers. Pistol formation for Paoletti. Paoletti's going to look to his right. He's going to throw it back to Abel Hoff, who's going to have the catch, but it's going to continue the clock, and he's going to lose yards on the catch. So give him the reception. So third down in 10. No gain. Third down and 10 from the 30. Four down territory. A 210, 2-9, 2-8 on the clock. Trips formation. It's going to be empty backfield. Upper Moreland applying pressure. And Paoletti throws it to Chris Rufo. Just out of his hands at the 45. And he had him wide open. And Paoletti had to just throw because he was going to get whacked. And he did get whacked. It's a defender number 12. Ryan Norton came off the edge there. And this is your ball game. Fourth down and 10 for Marple Newtown. Fourth down and 10. Paoletti gets the call from Coach Kicking. Upper Moreland leads 21 to 20 with a minute 54 remaining. Spread formation shotgun. Golden Bears apply pressure. He's gonna heave it and it's gonna be incomplete intended for Abel Hoff. Pass falls incomplete there. A minute 48 to go. Marbury has two timeouts. So they can potentially stop the clock here. One forty-eight remaining. Marble Newtown has a pair of timeouts. They can still get the ball back. They're going to probably most likely try and strip it, though, Steve. Yeah, and again with a big back like Morgan, you got to think he's getting the ball every single play. Stack that box. Take a gamble. If they throw it, they throw it on you. But you got to take a gamble here. Stack that box and make a play. Is you know. The game clock, play clock has to have been started because Marble Warren's taking their good old time getting out of the huddle here. First down and 10 from the 30, minute 48, full house backfield for Decker. It's going to go to the senior in Morgan, who's just going to dive the line of scrimmage. 
Marple Newtown's going to burn a timeout. It's going to pick up two yards on the carry. Gain of three on the play and an immediate timeout called on the field. Timeout. We're going to step aside as the Golden Bears have a one-point lead with a minute 42 to go. You are listening to Marple Newtown Football and Tigers Radio Network. Zenith Public Adjusters proudly supports the 2015 Marple Newtown Football Tigers, Coach Kicking and his staff. Zenith Public Adjusters ask, if you feel you may have property damage to your home or business, to allow us an opportunity to review your coverage and consult on the full extent of your damages. All consultations are at no cost. Zenith Public Adjusters remains immensely grateful to all of our existing and past customers. Customer referrals make up over 95% of our client base. When disaster strikes, call morning, noon, or night. Zenith Public Adjusters are open and ready for your call. Call 610-359-8454 for more details. Once again, that is 610-359-8454. Second down and seven, balls on the 27. It's going to go to Morgan, who's going to find some room. Marple Newtown tries to strip him as the pile continues to be plowed. And they're going to mark him at the first down marker, and that will do it. Upper Marlin will just have to take a knee. Marble Newtown takes a timeout, but we're going to keep it here. The Golden Bears just had to take a knee, but you have to credit their defense. They have really bottled up Marble Newtown in the second half, not allowing any points. Oh, without a doubt, Dave. And um, now before I before I forget, I'd like to uh, thank the athletic director here, Larry Cannon. He's also the assistant principal at Upper Moreland. Did an excellent job uh, setting up this facility and game management. I've been in the press box. You guys have been out front, but. Uh, this is a real professional operation. We all commented on that as we were here. Uh, and so it, it was definitely a, a great place to come and broadcast. Very hospitable and very uh, grateful. And we saw a great game. I, I hope our listeners understand how great this game. I always tell folks, uh, as much as uh, I love calling high school football games, it's always great here to be here in person. Dave, Steve? Thank you, Jim. The 16 seniors have to hold their heads up high. They played one heck of a game. They played an incredible season. 9-3 record. Abelhoff has a few records. So does Noah Turner. This entire team should hold their head up high. Decker goes under center. It's going to be a full house backfield. It's going to be a handoff to Morgan, who's just going to pad the stats, and he's just going to be in for a touchdown. From 19 yards out, Gives him his fourth touchdown of the game. I really don't see the need to score a touchdown there. Well, take well, a knee. now it's 27 to 20. Marble Newtown's going to get the ball back with an opportunity to tie this ball game. So, very questionable play goal by Upper Moreland. What? That? Yeah, you're exactly right, Steve. This is one possession game. Marble Newtown will get the ball back. This is a one possession ball game now. I have no clue why that coach called that. So Meal comes. That is in. a that is a weird play call. I'm Meal, sorry. Meal comes in to kick the extra point. Marple Newtown comes up. It's gonna be tacked on. It's 28 to 20. Marple Newtown has new life. They have one possession. They have no timeouts. But a minute 27 remaining. 
Steve, we just saw the offensive coordinator go down the stairs. <laughs> we just saw the offensive coordinator go down the stairs. I guess he's got to get back up here. Um, I, I don't understand the play call. Hey, this works in the Marple Newtown's advantage. All you have to do is take a knee, three knees, and this game is over. They score here, go up eight points. You're down by a touchdown and a two-point conversion. I guess, you know, I guess that coach just really wanted to uh, put it away. Now, I understand what you guys are saying. It, it doesn't seem to make sense when, at that point, if you take a knee, the district, a trip to the district title is in your hands, but maybe... Steve, I mean, uh, you know, you have time left here. We, Marple Newtown's very good at getting down the field, but I, I feel like getting a TD will be would be easier than getting the two-point conversion, Steve. I know that sounds crazy. No, it is. I mean, again, you, you're, you're chasing that two points. Uh, but very, very interesting play call uh, to want to run it there. But, hey, again, you know, you trust your defense. In this situation, again, we don't want to question any play call, but, again, you trust your defense in this situation. So, hey, you, you score, you're up by eight, you feel comfortable, you, you have an eight-point lead because they do need a two-point conversion. So, you know, this defense has come to, ready to play the Golden Bears' day, and with an eight-point lead, pitching a shutout in the second half, uh, I think he's very content with it. Upper Moreland burns a timeout before the kick. There's a minute 27 remaining. Marble Newtown will have new life. They need a touchdown and a two-point conversion to try and tie this up to go into overtime. Abel Hoff and Marlon Weatherford back, but it appears they most likely do a squib kick. Steve, Eric, along the sidelines, what's the atmosphere like trying to get back into this one? Well, the atmosphere down here, everybody thought the game was over, including us at, with the Tigers Radio Network. It's true. But, uh, you know, the great thing I always say, whether whatever the outcome may be, at least they have an opportunity to, you know, get a touchdown. Like you guys said, the two-point conversion is what they're going for. You know, that's going to be tough. But, hey, get the touchdown first. We'll see what happens. Yeah, but that play call by Upper Moreland, I don't know about that one. But, uh, you know, we'll see what happens here. It should be a fantastic finish here on the campus of Upper Moreland. Thank you, Eric. As Neil gets ready to boot this one, you have to think a swift kick is going on. Yeah, listeners, stay tuned here. This game is not over yet. There's a minute 27. Marlboro Newtown doesn't have any timeouts, but they're only down by eight. Abelhoff is standing on the 20, expecting a squib kick. Neil gets this signal. He's going to boot it, and it's going to be returnable for Abelhoff, who's standing on the 10. He slips, but he's going to get his momentum. He's still on his feet, and he's going to spin, and he's going to be taken down at the 38. They got very lucky. He got tripped up because he saw the end zone. He was... A shoelace away from a, from a kick return there, but and I, and I can tell you guys, everyone in, in this booth is just as perplexed as you are um, by the lack of awareness by this uh, Upper Moreland coaching staff. Minute eighteen remains. Balls on the thirty-eight. Paoletti's got new life as they come out spread formation. Paoletti's going to look to his right. He's going to throw it back to his left. Intended for Rufo. He's going to get out of bounds at the 50. It's going to be a gain of 12 on the pitch and catch. little throwback there. Pay a lady to Rufo. Nice little teardrop to Rufo, his target. And a first down out of bounds for the Tigers. And minute 10 to go, 28-20. Tigers have some life. Spread formation once again. 
Paoletti's in the pistol. He's looking to his right, and he's going to step up in the pocket and launch it intended for Abel Hoff, who's just going to be incomplete. He had to come back to it. In on the coverage was Pagano. Luckily, that was it. It was an intercept. A little underthrown. Paoletti couldn't get as much as he wanted on it because he, there was no room to step up in the pocket. And you're not going to see any flags at this point, gentlemen, unless uh, someone is is, is uh, blatantly, tack- blatantly tackled. Yes. But you got a minute to go. you got 50 yards to try and find that end zone. Yep, 50-yard line, second down. Clock is stopped in a minute 03, Dave. Shotgun formation trips to the far side. Abel Hoff's the wide receiver. Paoletti's going to roll, and he is going to be thrown. He's still on his feet, and he's going to be sacked at the 30. They're going to be loss of 20 on the play. He's trying to get him up to the line of scrimmage. 48, 47, 46, the clock is ticking. Marple Newtown's going to try and spike it. Paoletti's going to fake the spike, and he's wasting time. He's got 30 seconds remaining. And he's going to snap it, and he is going to heave it to the sideline. Abel Hoff's going to pick up his record and get out of bounds with 22 seconds remaining. So he breaks his own record from last season. And that sack was huge because that runs off a lot of time. So this is the ball game now. Um, Fourth down and 20, 28 to 20. Upper Warner has an eight-point lead. If they're going up 7-0, Marple Newtown 17 unanswered points. Upper Morin scored on a screen pass from Decker to Morgan. 17-14, Marple Newtown laying Breaches. Field goal made it 20-14 to and a half. It was a shutout on both sides until Morgan broke a toss pass for a touchdown. And then another touchdown run. So that's where we are. 28-20, Paoletti fourth down in ball game. Shotgun formation from the 42. Paoletti's going to roll to his left. He's going to step up to his right and just launch it down the field. Intended for Abel Hoff. It's going to be intercepted by none other than Pagano. That's his second interception of the game, and that will do it. Ball is going to be spotted about the 30 with 12 seconds remaining. And that's uh, that's a heartbreaker for Marple Newtown. Oh, a lot of credit goes up for Moreland. They'll be moving on to the district finals. Where it sounds like they're going to be playing Academy Park. Yeah, Academy Park, who is a very good Delaware County team, is going to be coming in and out of game hot, ready to go, ready to get their second district title in three years. Now, is there any chance that this guy runs the ball here? No, they're going to have Deckers in the formation. He's going to take an E, and that will do it. Upper Moreland holds on to a 28-20 win to go to the District 1 final where they will play Academy Park next week at Plymouth White Marsh. But you have to credit Marble Newtown's effort. They played a phenomenal game. The 16 seniors should hold their head up high as Abel Hoff, Marcus Weathers, Gino DiCamillo and company had phenomenal careers as Tigers. I'm proud to be a part of this football program. I'm proud to be a part of Tigers Radio Network covering these guys all season long. One of the best seasons Marple Newtown's ever had. Got their first playoff win. Two years under Coach Kicking. To do this is really remarkable. This coach and this staff have a bright future here at Marple Newtown. And to these seniors, Hoff, Weathers, Noah Turner, Trainer, all of them, DeCamillo, McKay, to name them all, 
Great job to them. Way to end this great, great career at Marple Newtown. Uh, a lot for them to look forward to and be proud of. Keep your heads up. They fought a heck of a game tonight. They almost had it. They almost clinched a district title berth. But, uh, you know, a lot to be proud of if you're Marple Newtown. And you got to keep your heads up high. It's a tough one to swallow, and I, I really I really can feel them. But uh, to think what Coach Schicking has done in two years, mm-hmm. to get the first playoff win in 88 years, a lot of people in this community are talking. They're excited for this team. And I get, you know, they can't wait till next August when this season gets started again. But hat goes off to Upper Mormon. Best of luck next week against a tough Academy Park team. But, uh, again, thank you guys for a great season. And, uh, Marple Newtown, keep your head up, guys. Final words on the season, Eric? Once again, on behalf of the entire Tires Radio Network, I want to thank Larry Cannon, athletic director here, for a great experience for us to broadcast. Um, you know, what a great season for Marple Newtown. I was just glad to be a part of it. It was my first year, and it was one of the best years for Marple Newtown. I don't know if that was um, good luck. I don't know. But, uh, you know, just a great year for Coach Kicking and the team to get that first playoff victory. Abel Hoff setting the record in Delaware County for receptions. Just a great season altogether. Um, hats go off to them. But uh, Upper Moreland, great game. Rodney Morgan's tremendous, as good as advertised. Good luck to them. Played a great game. Uh, probably going to play Academy Park next week, guys. Thanks. Thank you, Eric. We're going to step aside before we conclude this broadcast. You are listening to Marple Newtown Football on the Tigers Radio Network. Hey, Tigers fans, did you know that only the Philly Pretzel Factory can make the Philadelphia Pretzel? Because they have authentic, genuine quality of a Philly Pretzel. They're always hot, always fresh, always a great deal. When I go to the Philly Pretzel Factory, I know I'm eating the original Philly soft pretzel. Bring them to a sporting event, a work party, even for a quick snack, and you can be sure that the Philly Pretzel Factory will deliver a pretzel of great taste and value. Stop in today at any of their locations, including Broomall, Springfield, Folsom, and Bryn Mawr. Or visit their website at phillypretzelfactory.com for a complete listing of locations in the Delaware Valley. And remember, if it's not from the Philly Pretzel Factory, it's not a real pretzel. At My Way Entertainment, the staff offers a full-service solution for any event you wish to have. They're your one-stop shop for the party of your life. When this crew works with you, they roll up their sleeves and become your event planner. The My Way staff will sit with you and plan the perfect party leading up to and the day of the event. You can sit back and relax knowing My Way Entertainment will handle each and every aspect. Their services include event planning, full catering, pig roasts, games, a private chef, beverages, a DJ, karaoke, live entertainment, flowers, private cars, valet parking, tents, professional lighting, and private security. Incredible. They sure do it all. For more details and to book your next event, call 610-745-4004 and be sure to visit their website at mywayparties.com. When it's all said and done, you'll be saying, I did it my way. This is the Tigers Radio Network, and you're listening to exclusive coverage of the Marple Newtown Tigers on www.marplenewtownfootball.com. We welcome you back. Marple Newtown falls to Upper Moreland 28 to 20. What an unbelievable effort. Marple Newtown finishes this record season 9 and 3. The first ever 
playoff victory in program history. You can't say enough. I want to thank everyone from the guys in the booth to the players and the coaching staff. It's been a phenomenal season all the way around. Yeah, Dave, and uh, before we before we leave, you know, I want to let everyone know the website will uh, will be updated this weekend with uh, not only stats from our two last two playoff games, but uh, season stats and uh, coverage from uh, all around the area that uh, different media outlets that covered this game and uh well you know my myself and you dave and mm-hmm. we'll be doing uh, some wrap-up stuff i know that greg will peco down in south carolina who's been contributing all season long with his midweek reports i know that uh he has uh one last one in the tank for us i hope i'll beg i pray and um it's been a t- tremendous season you know uh I was telling Steve at halftime how great the first half was and commenting that, uh, you know, I've been, as a graduate of Marble Newtown, a member of uh, the community um, for a long time. Obviously, I grew up there in Broomall, and uh, I saw a lot of bad football. There's just no doubt about that. And um, you can go back and, uh, you know, look in the history. It's just not a lot of winning football. And... Um, but the uh, the seasons like this, you know, it's kind of like playing golf. You know, I'm terrible at that, but you have the one great golf shot every you know once in a while, and it, it keeps you coming back. And uh, this has been a great season in in uh, Marple Newtown's history, and um, you know, a nine win season. Mm-hmm. Never had a nine win season before. We've never ended the season with nine wins. It's the first time that we'll end a season with nine wins. We have ten win seasons before. We've had a couple eight win seasons, but never a nine win season. So it's kind of interesting and I think that one of the things that you have to think about to kinda of, to our listeners, you know, there are some key seniors that are going to be departing us, but you know, we have a tremendous nucleus coming back. Marlon Weathers. Marlon Weathers, wow, a freshman. Anthony Paoletti, who's just lights out. The guy looked like Jim Thorpe out there today. Um, so, honestly, it's um, it's been uh, it's tough to end on this one. It's going to be um, a long ride home from us. We're going to drown our sorrows in some leftover cold pizza. <laughs> but uh, I just want to thank Larry Cannon here again, the AD and assistant principal of Upper Moreland High School, what a tremendous professional he is, and the crew he has here is first class, uh, very much a collegiate type of atmosphere and professionalism uh, that they've demonstrated, and we appreciate Upper Upper Moreland's hospitality. And um, Dave, Steve, Eric, Tommy Peel in the booth, who's a senior, and uh, he'll be graduating, and we're going to try on this car ride back to convince him to go to school locally. So he can be back here next year. But anyway, to all of our listeners, thank you again. I'm going to turn it over to Dave and Steve for their final thoughts. And we appreciate your listenership. There's a possibility you might hear us again before the season's out, but keep, we'll keep you posted via the website. And uh, thank you again for your listenership. It's been a great season so far. We can't wait to come back in a couple of months, and August will be here before you know it. Dave? First season is play-by-play for the Tigers Radio Network. I couldn't have done it without my my color guy, Jim Olsman, Tommy Peel, and new guy on the on the team, Eric DePentima, along the sidelines. Everyone has been so supportive. Everyone's got everyone's back. It's been a great season, Steve. It really has, and you know, right back at you, Dave. It was a pleasure to be with you. I mean, besides Eric. everyone calling me Greg. <laughs> 
pleasure to be with you, Dave, Eric, Tommy, Jim. Uh, you know, we were fortunate enough to get this done through uh, the hard work of Jim Osmond to create the Tigers Radio Network. And, again, just proud to be a part of this whole Tigers Radio Network and the Marple Newtown community football team. Uh, this, this team has a bright future. Wish the best of luck to the to the seniors and what they do in the future. A lot of good kids out there are going to make great uh, individuals in whatever they do. And, again, thank you to all the listeners who've uh, really listened this year. And, uh, you know, can't wait to, uh, you know, be back on here in a few months and uh, get ready to go. Before I forget, also, a uh, special shout-out to um, our, our legal counsel, Phil Press Esquire. He's based out of uh, – uh, Ardmore folks and, and, and Norristown and uh, great legal representation that he uh, provides for the Tigers right now. Thank you, Phil. Dave. You can read more about this game, get coverage of the entire 2015 season, and listen to an archive of this or any of our broadcasts on MarpleNewtownFootball.com. Follow us on Twitter at MN Tigers and at MN Athletics, and on Instagram at MN Tigers. Color commentator Steve Reynolds, sideline reporter Eric DePentima, co-executive producer Greg Pecco, head football coach Dina Students, and athletic director Chris Gickett, athletic director and assistant principal Upper Moreland High School Larry Cannon, spotter in the booth, can't thank him enough, Tommy Peel, engineer, statistician, and executive producer Jim Alsman. I'm Dave DePasco from the entire broadcast crew. Thank you for listening to the Tigers Radio Network on MarpleNewtownFootball.com. The Tigers Radio Network broadcasts, both live and archived, are the exclusive property of the Tigers Radio Network Incorporated and are produced for the private use of our listening audience. No rebroadcast, in full or in part, is permitted without the express written consent of the Tigers Radio Network Incorporated. Thank you for listening to the Tigers Radio Network, heard exclusively on MarpleNewtownFootball.com. This presentation of the Tigers Radio Network has been brought to you by the Philly Pretzel Factory, Advanced Chiropractic Center, Anthony's at Paxson, My Way Entertainment, DZO Mechanical, Mark Anthony's Paisanos, Sprawl Lanes, Home and Business Adjustment Company, Bryn Mar Glass, and Zenith Public Adjusters. Be sure to follow us online at MarpleNewtownFootball.com and on Twitter and Instagram at MNTigers. The Tigers Radio Network broadcasts, both live and archived, are the exclusive property of the Tigers Radio Network Incorporated and are produced for the private use of our listening audience. No rebroadcast, in full or in part, is permitted without the express written consent of the Tigers Radio Network Incorporated. The Marble Newtown Football Boosters Club and the Tigers Radio Network appreciate your listenership. Go Tigers!